Welcome, everybody, to Big Dog Ball Talk Trivia Marathon. You're talking to the big dog, Matt Eichhorn, and the little pup, Jordan Flegel. Jordan, what's Hello. going on, man? We, we, we've been off the airways once again. for uh, we, We've really been inactive this summer, which, you know, was nice for the old bones, the old podcasting bones. We've been able to, to chill, relax. Get back to get back to nature. Uh, of course, uh, another successful company retreat recently uh, this past weekend. Uh, Jordan, you had the, the cowboy hat on. Looks like you caught the the spirit of the countryside uh, as oh, it yeah. would be. Oh yes, yes. Uh, you know, I'm still feeling the vibes. Uh, I think I'm 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 mostly fully recovered, but you know, I've still got scrapes and bruises. Matt, you have mm-hmm. a little a literal scrape, uh, or at least you did. Uh, there was oh, it's it's gonna. I think it's gonna stick around for a while, man. <laughs> I, 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 I I'm very I'm very confident that uh, our, it was actually our producer Alex. Uh, after he he tried to he tried to att- he attempted to rush me. Uh, yes, there but, was. Uh, my my I, I know my judo well. Yeah, well, yeah, there was you know there was some company drama a little bit. You know, it spilled over into the realm of the physical. <laughs> uh, it was pretty, but it was you know it was it was it was fun at the end of the day. Um, uh, at least from my perspective, watching mm-hmm, you guys. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, but I don't know, man. I mean, I, it sounds like maybe me and you, Matt, we need to, you know, stay off the weed, uh, or, you know, the substances <laughs> because, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe it just doesn't sit right with us, but we both, uh, you know, me, me, so a bit more than you had a bit of, uh, you know, rough experience, mm-hmm. uh, you know, ra- wrestling with demons, but it's all good. You, you got to do that now and again. So, uh, you know, overall successful weekend. Yeah, of course. Well, whether you're wrestling with demons, wrestling with uh, your podcast producer or, uh, you know, just wrestling yep. with the, 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 the thoughts that uh, you try to suppress. Mm-hmm. That's why you listen to Big Dog Bowl Talk. Uh, yeah, here to here, here to here to give you that distraction. Here to uh, you know help you with your commute, whatever the hell you listen to us for. Uh, and this week, this week we got a great episode for you guys. Something that we've kind of talked about for a long time, a long time coming here. Uh, one one of the things that uh, actually we, I think was probably around in uh, you know the first few like few dozen episodes, uh, very prominent uh, and has mm-hmm. continued to be kind of a mainstay here. Basketball trivia, baby. Uh, hey. We've got it. A hundred something questions. I know it's just over a hundred, so this is going to be a freaking marathon. I hope insane. you guys enjoy it. Uh, we're going to be going through it. Just to give you guys a heads up, this is multiple choice. There is going to it's going to give us four prompts. It's going to give us four answers uh, that we can pick from. And Jordan and I are going to keep our our scores separate. I'm going to be adding them up, and uh, I'll probably fudge the numbers, but I really don't have to. Because uh, uh, I think if anyone's watched this program long enough or listened to this program long enough, uh, they would be able to know that uh, I'm. I'm kind of the king around these parts, but we'll see. Sure, uh, sure. Jordan, Jordan, uh, scale one to ten before we hop into the first question. What's your confidence level? Ten. Ten. That's uh, that, that's always what a guy who's confidence level up for is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, sure. that's the answer, man. That's what they say. Uh, but Jordan, no, without further no, ado, let's hop right into it, boss. Uh, the first question, and we're going all the way back to the beginning. What okay. team won the very first NBA game? Oh, the Chicago Stags. The Philadelphia Warriors, the New York Knicks, or the Toronto Huskies. Now, this one, I, I, mean, I know the two teams that played. These? Yeah, yeah I, we... I mean, we can. We just shouldn't spend too much time on it. But I do. <laughs> right, we have I, yeah, I I do know. I do know the two teams that played. So in this. do I. I. Just don't, so do I. Don't I. Think I, I know don't who know won. Who won. What you know? So so do I write it down so we remember? Is that is that how we're doing no, this? No, no, I'll, I'll get it, man. No, I'm, I'm gonna. We're gonna do it right now. Uh, I'm I'm gonna lock in my answer. I'm gonna go with the Knicks. 
Fine, I'm going with the Huskies, man. Hometown, uh, okay. hometown boy. It was in uh, it was in Toronto, as we both it, know. It, we we know yeah, where it was mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. at the Mac. Um, I'm going with Toronto. I don't know the I don't really know the answer. I got to guess, but I'm going to Toronto. Well, Jordan, you're gonna be upset. The first ever NBA game was won by the New York Knicks, defeated the Toronto Huskies, me, 68 to 66 in the very first oh. NBA game, November Low 1st, scoring. 1946. Any boring. fan taller than Toronto center George Nostrand was granted free admission. That's a fact. Yes, uh, I remember that. I don't so remember an early that. lead. Yeah, yes, yes. It was, it was a great there, time. Man. That's why. I, yeah, I loved it. Thank you, Adam Silver, for doing that. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, that, that, that's a nice start for me, Jordan. We're moving on already. This one's uh, a little yep, bit more yep, basic. Yep. Uh, and also, if anyone wants to uh, try and uh, match us while we're playing, uh, you know, see if you can beat the big dogs. Uh, UsefulTrivia.com. Check it out. Uh, I just typed in basketball quizzes, and this stumbled into my lap. So uh, not too hard to find. Uh, yep. Second question, Jordan. What NBA player scored a hundred points on March second? 1962. Bill Russell, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Elgin Baylor, or Will Chamberlain? What do you think, man? 1960, March 2nd, 1962? Yeah, fo- yeah, yeah. Who do you think Wait, scored what? 100 points? Oh, it's 100, sorry. Oh, you were being serious. I thought you were, I thought you were trying to be a, I thought you were trying to be a jokester <laughs> there, man. Uh-oh, this might be a real long, long morning for you, man. Yeah, it's definitely Kareem. Uh, all right, well, uh, okay, we can March we can lock this one in, uh, shall mm-hmm. we? Uh, yep, in, yep. Uh, Wilt the stilt. I'm going with it. I mean, you said Kareem, but twenty thousand, man, twenty thousand. Yeah, Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain, of course. Philadelphia Warriors, hundred points, uh, most ever in an NBA uh, single game. But uh, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of people dispute that game. Uh, maybe again when we finally get around to the uh, NBA uh, conspiracy podcast, we will be able to, oh, yeah. to talk about that one. But. Uh, yeah. All right, we're, we're going to keep it going here, Jordan. Who was the first player in NBA history to be elected league MVP by unanimous vote? Magic Johnson, Steph Curry, Michael Jordan, or LeBron James? And this one I, this one I know. This one I, I, I do know as well. I'm pretty sure this one I know too. It was Steph, wasn't it? It was yeah. It was Stephen Curry. Uh, I believe LeBron would have done it. Uh, I also yeah. believe Shaq would have done Shaq it. Shaq was uh, super close to times. Yeah. The the LeBron one uh, one one New York beat writer gave their first place vote to to Carmelo Anthony I believe uh, which is how he got that one done uh, but yes 2016 for uh, Stephen Curry uh, unanimous MVP question number four uh, what kind of shot did Joe Folk score a record 63 points with in a game in 1949 a jump shot a three point shot a free throw or a hook shot. Now, I don't know I mean, who this guy is, Joe point Foles. Shot. It wasn't no. a three-point shot back nope. then. Um, yeah, who the f- who the folk is Joe Folk, man? Um, Joe Folks, uh, this kind of, I actually feel like I used this question as a uh, trivia question way, way back, yeah, but I don't remember. On. Jumping you Joe Folks? Yeah, I think I'm going with uh, I'm going with a jump shot. I've, I've, I've got a feeling this guy's like the godfather of the jump shot. I don't think pe- many people were uh, jumping. Oh, uh, yeah, jumping Joe days. Folks. Maybe that's why it's in my head. Maybe this is a uh, yeah. that's a good. Yeah, here we go. Jump shot. 100%, Jordan. You got scoring a then-NBA record it. 63 points against the Indianapolis Jets, my favorite team growing up. Uh, can't, can't, <laughs> All you gotta, have to do gotta back show then was the jump, Jets. Man. You jump, yep. you can mm-hmm. score 60. Okay, here we go. Uh, we are, uh, yeah, we're, we're getting we're getting some here, Jordan. So far, so good. Uh, question number five: Who scored the first three point basket in NBA history? Larry Bird, Wes Unseld, Gene Stump, or Chris Ford? <laughs> oh man, I, I now I mean, there's a lot of great shooters listed on here, man. Some of the best in, uh, of all time. So I mean, you really need to think about this one. 
I know it can't be Larry Bird, or that would be part of you know the history. What are they? What are the options again? Wes Unseld, Gene Stump, and Chris Ford. For me, it's between Stumpy and Ford. Um, yeah, that's what I'm. That's where I'm at too. Tell you what, man, I'm I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go Gene Stump. That just sounds like uh, the type of guy who'd own this obscure uh, record right here. Um. I honestly, Matt, I'm 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 riding right there with you. I I think it's Gene Stump. He got a weird name for some reason. Oh in my head. no, not Gene Stump. It was indeed Chris Ford. October twelfth, nineteen seventy nine. The Boston Celtics uh, scored the first three point basket in NBA of history. Uh, three forty eight left in the first quarter uh, against uh, the the Houston Houston uh, Houston Rockets. Uh, interesting uh, little tidbit of history there. Okay, Jordan. Okay. That, I okay. think that was my first uh, first wrong question. So uh, you know that's uh, at least you you could have uh, you could have possibly. Taking uh, the tie there, so let's uh, see where we go here. Question six: Who is the youngest player to score ten thousand points in the NBA? Kobe Bryant, Wilt Chamberlain, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. The youngest player to score ten thousand. Oh. Yeah, I'm. I, I I know my answer. I'm ready to lock it in. Uh, I'll let you. Uh, we'll, we'll let you figure this one out. Uh, I'm guessing LeBron. Yeah, I'm also going LeBron on this one. Yeah, at 23 years and 59 days, yes. LeBron James became the youngest player to score 10,000 points in the NBA. Uh, Skip college, Next question baby. here, Skip Jordan. College. Yep, that's all you need. We should have skipped college. Uh, straight probably. to the podcasting zone. Uh, what team owns the longest winning streak in NBA history? The Miami Heat, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Chicago Bulls, or the Golden State Warriors? And this one is I, this one I actually don't know. I know there's I know the, each of these teams have pretty long streaks in their own right, but I don't know the answer to this, Jordan. Do you? Okay, I'm pretty sure. Like I know it's between the Heat and the Lakers because there was that whole period. Uh, it was you know, 2012 or 2013 when the Heat were maybe gonna break it. I just don't remember if they do. I don't think they did. I think the Lakers still have it. I seem to remember a game where they, they had to beat the Bulls, uh, you know, back the old Taj Gibson, D. Rose. I don't remember mm-hmm. if D. Rose was playing. He might have still been injured. But that whole the whole team, and they didn't win. So I'm going with the Lakers, and it was like 20-something. Yep. 20 That's my guess. See, I'm, I'm going with the Lakers as well, but I'm pretty sure it's the Showtime Lakers. I'm even going to put my yeah, yeah, foot yeah. down and say it was it like is. a 27-game winning streak. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Let's see. Does it tell us? Ooh, it was even better. It is the Lakers. We yes. uh, we nailed it on this one. Uh, the Lakers won 33 straight games, 1971-1972. Oh, okay. uh, I, I think the, the the Warriors own the record for the most wins to start an NBA season, so uh, that that was yes. the one that yeah. uh, I think I, I might have been thinking about there. Um, moving forward here, what player was known as the clown prince of the Harlem Globetrotters? Fred Curly Neal, Goose Tatum, Marcus Haynes or Metal Arc Lemon? These are fucking awesome names. Um, oh, I, I I knew two of them. I knew two yeah. of these guys here, so I'm gonna be rolling with one of them. I'm just making a guess. Give me Metal Arc Lemon, man. Best name. Ooh, I'm, I'm splitting it. I'm going. I'm going Curly Neal here, man. Let's see who's got it. This could be a, a game changer. This is big. Ooh. It was Metal Arc Lemon. For 22 years, Metal Arc Lemon was known as the clown prince of the Harlem Globetrotters. Played in more than 16,000 games. That's pretty fucking crazy. Uh, So, Jordan, I I believe you now caught up to me. Once, they were great. Nice. I would love to do that. That's a bucket list for me. Uh, Jordan, who is the all-time leading scorer in men's college basketball? Is it Stephen Curry, Pete Maravich, Freeman Williams, or Larry Bird? Um... 
That's funny that Steph is on there. Uh, I think I know the answer yeah. to this, Matt. Do you know? Well, here's the thing. I think that I do. I really do think that I do. But at the same time, I, I think maybe I don't. Uh, okay, you, you, you go first. You go first. I, I'm going to go... I'm gonna go with Pistol Pete, but I feel like it's this fucking Freeman Williams guy. <laughs> I'm quite sure it's Pistol Pete. Let's see. And it is. It is yes. Pistol Pete. I knew he averaged 44 points per game or something. Yeah, he was going uh, crazy. Yeah. Guard from LSU owns the three highest single scoring averages in D1 history uh, and also the highest career total. Uh, thir- thir- what is this? 3,667 points. Over more, 400 more than the next closest player in, in only 83 games. Pretty impressive. Uh, okay. Jordan, we're going to show some love to the ladies. Ladies. Okay. Ooh, let's go, ladies. Who is the first WNBA player to dunk in a playoff game? Oh, Tamika no. Catchings, Brittany Griner, Lisa Leslie, or Michelle Snow? All right. Well, I don't know who Michelle Snow is. I'm pretty sure Tamika Catchings as great as she is, is not tall enough to have dunked. It's between Leslie and Griner for me. I think Lisa Leslie was the first person to ever, uh, first woman yeah. to ever dunk in a game flat out. Mm-hmm. I don't know I if she did right. it in the playoffs. I, I think because of how this question is worded, I'm going with, uh, you know, the the, 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 the Russian queen, uh, Brittany Griner. <laughs> I, I see you, you're going, yeah, it's a very convincing argument, but I'm going to go with my initial thought. Uh, I'm not going to let you influence me, man. I can't, <laughs> okay. I, I'm not going to let that happen. I'm going to go Lisa Leslie here. Uh, I mean, right. I, she had more, more than one dunk, I'm pretty sure. Maybe one of the playoffs. Let's see. Oh, and Jordan, you got another one, man. Let's August 24th, go. 2014, Griner became the first WNBA player to dunk in a playoff game. Uh, as they beat the there Los Angeles go. Sparks. Congratulations on the dub, Griner. Congrats, uh, congrats. From, like, almost 10 years ago. Uh, but, Jordan, I think yeah, that might have given you the lead here. I'm not really Let's sure. This is kind go. of a hard way to uh, check the score out, but uh, I believe the uh, the score after the first 10 <laughs> points is 7-6. to six. Uh, So, uh, overall, we're yes. shooting uh, pretty good from the field here, but uh, definitely going to – we're a long road. It's, a, it's not a sprint, man. Uh, <laughs> how many games – Yeah. How many games did Will Chamberlain foul out of during his 14-year NBA career? 25, 11, 94, or zero? Oh, man. I mean, <sighs> fuck it. I mean, I, I mean, no, you, you guess, Matt. You guess. Give Lots of, yeah, I'm kind of saying, I'm kind of feeling that too. Like, I want to say zero. Like, was fouling out even a thing back then? Could you yeah, foul did they out? Count, like, did I, they count fouls? I mean, they didn't count, they, they didn't uh, record, uh, you know, blocks, things like that. Yeah, uh, so I, I think it was I just don't know a free if that throw. Was, yeah, I don't know. I feel like as we're just punching each other, spitting on the court. I don't know. There's definitely ways around this. Uh, I'm gonna say zero. I think I've, I, I'm guessing you're zero. You're going zero. It. I'm gonna zero. screw it. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with zero. I'm going as well with that as well. And that is correct. Chamberlain yes. never fouled out a regular season or playoff game in his 14 career. In fact, his career average was only two fouls per game. So and he played 45.8 minutes per game, uh, which is fucking Dude's crazy. Dude's got to get more aggressive. Uh, what are you doing, Wilt? Come on, man. Seems like seems like he was the first uh, first superstar that got the the whistle, man. He 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 <laughs> yeah. really. We should go back. Don't blame LeBron, man. Blame Wilt. Uh, looking at it now, what NBA player retired unexpectedly on November 7th, 1991? Was it Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Moses Malone, or Larry Bird? And I know this one. I'm pretty Larry confident Bird. that I know this one. 
Larry Bird, I, I'm, I'm retiring. Uh, I don't know what Larry Bird likes to do these days. No, uh, so yeah, we know what this one is, right? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I believe so. Uh, the the MJ with the the HI uh, Magic Johnson uh, <laughs> retired unexpectedly after he tested positive for the HIV virus. Uh, I know there's, there's a little feather in both of our caps here, Jordan, as uh, mm-hmm. I try to make that climb back against you. Uh, <laughs> Thirteen. Which player did the Lakers draft twice? Jerry West. Elgin Baylor, Kobe Bryant, or Magic Johnson? Oh. This is a that's interesting question. Isn't it? I, yeah, I, I yeah. genuinely do not know who they drafted twice. Um, I don't think they drafted Magic twice. They didn't draft Kobe no. at all. Uh, what were the other two? Jerry West and Elgin Baylor. I, I'm going to go just because I know he had his, like, his army days and maybe this could have thrown things in there. I'm going to go with Elgin Baylor. I'm just going to – I think you might be right, but I'm just going to go – I'm going to hedge. I'm going to give me Jerry West. That, okay, and before, before I reveal the answer here, I do think the only other possible is that this is a complete trick question, and they've drafted another guy named Jerry West. <laughs> and that's what the answer is going to be. So let's see here. Oh, but it was Elgin Baylor. Uh, in the 14th oh, okay. round of the 1956 NBA draft, Baylor opted to stay in school that year and then went to lead the Seattle University Chieftains, uh, now known as the Red Hawks. Uh, to the NCAA championship game in 1958, and then he was redrafted by the Lakers with the number one overall pick. That's pretty uh, pretty impressive, okay. man. Go for the 14th That's... round of the number one overall pick, numero yeah. uno. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well done. All right, well, uh, that, that'll, uh, that'll help me out here uh, immensely. Uh, which first-round pick refused to play for the Milwaukee Bucks? Was it Larry Bird, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, or Julius Irving? And this is just a first-round draft pick, so it's not. Uh, so it could have been any of these guys. So which first-round draft pick refused to play for the Bucks? That's what it said. Which one refused to play for the Milwaukee Bucks? Weird. Okay. Well, Magic was not uh, affiliated with the Bucks in any way. What? It was Magic, Kareem, Doctor J, and who was the fourth one? And Bird. And I, I don't oh, believe Bird. it was Bird either. I uh, wouldn't have Kareem, any involvement. Kareem didn't refuse did. to play for the Bucks. He did yeah. play for the Bucks and won a championship with the Bucks. So hey, man, we, we I think we deduced this one pretty good. I mean, I'm going to guess Dr. J. I didn't know this yep. fact, but let's that's see. My guess. And it was with the 12th overall pick of the 1972 draft. Milwaukee selected Julius Irving. The Bucks had a dynamic duo in Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Oscar Robertson, uh, and apparently oh, he didn't want to play them. Hold on, that would have been know insane. This what a team that would have been! Yeah. Holy shit! Despite being drafted perfectly. by the Bucks. Irving signed a contract with the Atlanta Hawks in 1972-1973 season. The Hawks were fined $25,000 per game that Dr. J appeared in due to Milwaukee holding his rights. That's crazy. That's like a million dollars back then. Yeah, uh, yeah. Probably worth it, though, still. Ooh, this is, a, this is a funny one. This is great. This is perfect for the podcast. Which Toronto Raptors head coach was fired the same year he was named NBA Coach of the Year? <laughs> for God's sake. Should have right, been, been you, Nick. Uh, we should have <laughs> let go of you a lot earlier, man. Uh, and of course, that's uh, that, that's our man Dwayne Casey. I'm uh, just gonna give that one to Jordan and I. Uh, that one's uh, that that one's a gimme for us. That one that one didn't take much brain thought there. Uh, 2018. <laughs> no. uh, thank thank you, LeBron. Who is the youngest player in NBA history to record three triple doubles? Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Magic Johnson, or Luka Doncic? I feel like this one's kind of a layup. Yeah. Well, I don't know though. I mean. What, 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 it was it was Magic, LeBron, Luca, and who was the fourth guy? MJ. Oh, MJ. Definitely not MJ. Oh man. I mean, I think, 
I think it's Luca. I think that's why he's included on this list. I think I knew this yeah. fact, right? Uh, that's, I, that's I believe for he was like briefly, if I remember right, was the youngest ever record one. But then the mellow ball broke it. Oh yeah, uh, and true. Might someone else that might I think like uh, Josh Giddy might have the record now too, or maybe he just barely missed. It. I don't know, but it, it keeps everybody's, getting broken. And everybody's getting yeah. triple doubles now, man. Come on. Yeah. And it was Luka Doncic, February 6, 2019, at the age of 19, uh, recorded uh, his third triple-double, 19, 10, and 11. That's kind of a shitty stat line in comparison to the stuff this guy does now. True. Uh, Do you see but, the video going around of him uh, you know, uh, making someone fall over and then pump-faking yeah. and one? Luka? Skinny Luka? International Luka. Skinny Luka, man. They're making him run those suicides. It's, uh, it's good for him. Uh, who is the only NBA player to retire with more career block shots than points scored? Answer one, Simbular. Answer two, Sean Bradley. Oh, Sim. Sim. Answer three, Jorge Mirasan. Answer four, Manute Bull. My money tall, like Manute more, Bull. More blocks than points? Yeah. Who have finished their career with more block shots than points scored. And I feel like any of these guys could be. Uh, probably probably not Manute. Probably not Manute because he actually could score. Yeah. Uh, Part of me wants to go sim, but, but I don't think he even really blocked that many shots. I don't no, think he, he, he did that didn't much of the score vertical. that much. Um, yeah, and then I'm Sean Bradley. Who's the fourth guy? And uh, Jorge Mirasan. I don't even know who that is. He's um, a big Romanian guy. He was also like seven foot seven. Oh, I'm. Okay. I think I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna go with Sean. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Sean Bradley. That's my pick. Give me Jorge, the guy I don't even know. Oh, we're both wrong. It was Manute Bull, a seven what? foot six and three quarter inches. Uh. Manute Bull, the among, among the best shot blockers in the history of the sport. I'm I'm shocked. It's like, that guy could he could score. What about that one on game? List. What about that one game where he hit like seven threes on Charles Barkley for for some reason? I would have <laughs> yeah. thought that would have made all of it up. That was Bull Bull going back in time. Oh yeah, uh, to, to to represent. Uh, who was the first teenager in NBA history to score twenty plus points in ten consecutive games? Zion Williamson, teenager. Luka Doncic, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. First teenager to score how many in how many? Twenty plus in ten straight. Ooh, I like I feel I like, it, so like nineteen year old. Like I I feel like it has to be LeBron. That that's what I'm thinking, but I. Because it's the first to do it. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, but no, I'm gonna I'm gonna zag. I feel like maybe it it took him took him some time to to get to that because you know he didn't come in as like a lights out scorer. He was always super. Yep, that's true. Consistent, but I don't know if maybe and Kobe. I think Kobe he was also super young. Yeah, but but he still. I guess yeah. He he, he was 17 briefly, but yeah, that would have taken. I too do long. know. Th- what were the other two? Luca and Zion? Zion and Luca, yeah. I don't think it was Zion. I'm gonna guess Luca actually. I'm gonna guess Luca. Was not Luca. Was not LeBron. Is it Zion? It is Zion Williamson. I knew he what had a weird. F- uh, yeah, I knew he had a weird, uh, a weird accolade to his name about scoring. I do kind of remember that. It's one of those ESPN stats you don't really pay attention to. But man, we're we're kind of cold right now. That's back to back wrong answers for the first time uh, so but, far. That's crazy. But Zion hasn't played ten games total in the league. I don't understand. Yeah, this exa- yeah, that that is interesting. Wrong with this quiz, yeah. 
Yeah, and only 19 games before the season was paused to, uh, due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, but he still managed to do uh, what no rookie had ever done with a full season, scoring 20-plus points in 13 consecutive games. Impressive. Uh, I'm sure that Zion kid's going to really pan out yeah, yeah. Uh, one day. It's the highlight of his career. Mm-hmm. Pretty well, yeah. Uh, which NBA coach appeared on Late Night with David Letterman as an 8th grader? Mark Jackson, Maurice Cheeks, Kevin McHale, or Frank Vogel? And I feel like this one was, like, uh, I think I saw this on Twitter, like, not that long ago. Uh, yeah, I know. And I th- I'm pretty sure I know who this is. Do you do you know? Do you remember who it was? No, I don't. But I'm just going to go with Frank Vogel. That's my guess. That's who it was. That's who it was. That's who it was. Yeah, during eighth grade, featured for his stupid human trick segment of The Late Night with David Letterman, uh, where he spun a basketball on a toothbrush. Well, bro, that's pretty fucking elite, man. Let's check that out. Come on. Let's and you're go, telling Frank. me that guy didn't that guy didn't cut it in the league? I mean, I get he gets a coach, but I mean, I would think that guy'd be scoring a thousand points when I was like twelve years old. Yeah. Uh, okay, Jordan. Question twenty: Which NBA player was nicknamed after a rifle? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Andre Carolina, Dirk Nowitzki, Dikembe Mutombo. I'm confused by the wording. I guess I guess it is a rifle. I guess an AK is technically a rifle, right? Didn't have to use my AK today, Jordan, but uh, yeah, I think we were both locking it in with uh, AK-47 here, Andre Kirilenko. And that's uh, that is obviously. Obviously, the correct answer. Uh, I'm sure they could have, uh, you know, I think Dirk uh, probably could have had a cool one. Uh, you know, like, uh, I guess, like, a lot of uh, German it, yeah, war, <laughs> war materials you probably don't want to be, like, really associated with. So maybe that's that kind of held that back. But, uh, yeah, the, I don't know, the, man. The, stu- uh, the Stuka, uh, the Stuka bomber, uh, the Blitzkrieg, mm, the Blitzkrieg. Mm-hmm. The Blitzkrieg uh, bomb. Bo- boy. <laughs> I don't know, man. So, uh, okay, here we go. Uh, to, to move on here, Jordan. Uh who was the first NBA player to test positive for COVID-19? Was it Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, <laughs> Boyan Bogdanovich, or Jordan Clarkson? Another fantastic uh, you know, addition to the podcast. I'm very happy about this one. Uh, patient Zero himself. Uh, I mean, are we, uh, we good to lock in our answer on this one, Jordan? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Rudy Gobert. Thanks for uh, thanks for giving everybody COVID, man. Uh, don't you're the best. trust uh, French people. Don't trust them. Mm-hmm. You've heard it here first. Uh, what player won All-Star Game MVP, NBA MVP, and NBA Finals MVP awards in 2000? Was it Kobe Bryant, Shaquille oh. O'Neal, Tim okay. Duncan, or Michael Jordan? Well, I mean, I know the answer just because I know who, who won that year. You know who won that year, yep. right, Matt? Yeah, okay. yep. uh, I believe it was uh, Mr. Right, Sha- uh, Shaq Diesel. Shaq and that Diesel. is... Uh, that is correct, uh, Shaquille O'Neal. I, I thought it was gonna say who won it last or something like that, but yeah, what's yeah, yeah, yeah. the year? That uh, that makes it a little more interesting, uh, or a little more easy rather. What team did Wilt Chamberlain finish his NBA career with? The Philadelphia 76ers, the Dallas Mavericks, the Los Angeles Lakers, or the Chicago Bulls? I'm pretty sure he went to La La Land to finish it off. Yeah, and I I think the I mean from what I understand, he only played on those two teams, Philly and then mm-hmm. L.A. Uh, I could. Well, well, te- technically, I think is uh, like well, the original. He didn't play. I don't think he technically ever played for the Philadelphia 76ers because it was the Philadelphia Warriors, the Warriors that I think. Right. Uh, so they had that weird. The uh, became Golden State. Yes, I believe so. I believe that's my my understanding at least. But uh, Los okay. Angeles Lakers is correct. Uh, yeah, there it would, would have been an interesting jersey to see. Will Chamberlain, uh, Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ooh, right. this is a good one. How many first-round draft picks did the Clippers trade to the Oklahoma City Thunder for Paul George? Oh, Five for picks, sake. four picks, three picks, 
two picks. I see a blue picks. How about you picks? Uh, I believe oh, Dr. Seuss, man. Yeah, uh, I believe it was five picks. What were the options again? Five, four, three, five, two? four, three, two. No one. It's definitely two. Uh, yeah, no, I'm. Uh, you said five. I went five. Yeah, and we're still in a gridlock here, fourteen to fourteen. If my I'm count gonna, is correct, you know, hedge once again. I'm gonna say four and that the rest were like swaps. But mm, yeah, that that's smart, Jordan. Let's see. Uh, let's see if it paid off for you. And it did not. Five first-round picks uh, for SGA and Danilo Gallinari, who, uh, if anyone's seen recently, if you're a Boston Celtics fan, watch, oh, out. watch out. He says he's circling your name <laughs> on the calendar. <laughs> he's going to go crazy, man. He's going to he's gonna get uh, barely hit, and he's going to throw his head back. You know, mm-hmm. the classic mm-hmm. Danilo Gallinari move, man. Uh, we'll see if, if he can he make it on, on the floor. floor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did Boston Celtics coach Red Arbach often do when he thought victory was assured? Take off his shoes? Smoke a cigar, have a martini, take off his tie. <laughs> All of the above, man. Let's go. Honestly, he yeah. He's getting like, crazy. He kicks back, starts drinking and smoking <laughs> on the sideline. This is a <laughs> coach would, after my own heart, man. He's cutting loose. Unusual in those days, but uh, no. I mean, I think I know the answer. Um, he liked his cigars. I'm going with cigars. I was going to say, that's what I thought too, but like, do you think this guy was sparking up on the sideline? Hell yeah, I do. I think there's footage of it, but I think that was... Not just after a random game, but like they were about to win the championship at least. Uh, but that was pretty yeah. normal for him. I, I, I'm pretty sure. I don't think he was. Uh, I don't think he was making martinis. But I, yeah, I don't think martinis. The only one. Take off shoes seems more like a Buddhist or Hindu <laughs> Hindu thing. So I don't think okay. that's probably what uh, Arbuck was. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with you on smoke a cigar because I think I feel I feel like I've seen like the black and white footage of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was smoking a cigar. Uh, and that that's crazy. Someone someone should just do that this year, like oh, if yeah. like they're playing a game, like someone like uh you know the uh, not not Missoula, I guess uh you know but he probably uh, actually maybe he should try try to do it. You know, he get should. the, he needs the to Celtics, calm down, uh, but... yeah, help him out. That'd be that'd be awesome, man. Uh, during his heyday, the 1960s Boston restaurants would often say no cigar or pipe smoking except for Red Arbach. That's wow. badass. Uh, who is the only player in NBA history to record? More than 200 blocks and 200 steals in the same season. Was it Scottie Pippen, Hakeem Olajuwon, Julius Irving, or Michael Jordan? I'm pretty confident I know the answer to this one. I'm I am too. I mean, it's 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 between Scottie and Hakeem, but I just yeah. I don't think Scottie would have gotten all that many blocks. Mm-hmm. Give yeah, me, I'm give, I'm, give I'm Hakeem. Yeah, I'm going to roll with the dream as well here. And it was Hakeem Olajuwon, uh, as we said on the podcast, but maybe one of the the, the most under uh, underappreciated players. Uh, maybe uh, yep. the best center of all time to, in some circles, if you really look break it yep. down. Yep. What jersey number did Carmelo Anthony wear during his Denver Nuggets career? Double zeros, seven, 15, or two? Are you good at remembering Some of you youngsters listening to this don't. Sorry? Are you good at remembering these type of things? I Matt? I am good at remembering these things, and that's because this one also is kind of funny. And you'll, if you don't know the answer to this, you'll know. Well, I'm pretty sure I, I do. actually have a I have a I have a Carmelo Anthony Denver Nuggets jersey. I used to hang it in the background of our of the podcast okay, well, there you uh, go. in the past, man. So you've cheated, basically. You're admitting yes, cheating. Yes, essentially, yeah. But, Fudge uh, the system. No, I'm pretty sure he he rocked with the seven uh, in Denver. I'm pretty sure. No, wait. Fuck. Or was he 15 in Denver? Why do I think he was 7? Or did he change to 7 when he went to New York? Or was he all... Oh, fuck, I don't know. No, no, he was 15 in Denver. He was 15. 
That's my guess. Carmelo Anthony was number 15, uh, the same number as a, a particular MVP playing uh, for the Denver Nuggets right now. So it could be uh, interesting to see whose number they decide to uh, to ultimately uh, honor first. Uh, I would assume it's going to be Jokic. Wait, Carmelo Anthony Jokic might get cut wears out number 15? I don't know. I mean, yes, I'm sir. so bad at this. I, wow, I had no idea. I'm, uh, I'm, if he, if he but, does not, then uh, I'm, uh, I'll, I'll be shocked. But... Uh, I'm pretty sure that Jokic wears number 15. Yeah, he wears number 15, man. That's, you know, that's had me, crazy. Second-guessing it. Uh, what are the Dallas Mavericks named after? A Broadway musical, a TV show, a short story, or a novel? Who the fuck cares? <laughs> I thought they were named after a horse. Um, yeah, honestly. That's what I thought. What the fuck? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say Broadway musical or whatever because that would be the most fun. You want Broadway musical? I'm gonna go with uh, what? What, the, what is it again? The, I'm gonna go with the the short story here. Uh, actually, no, I'm going with the novel. I'm going with the novel. All right. And it was neither. We're both wrong on this one, Jordan. It was a TV show. The team's name comes from the 1957 and 1916 TV Western Maverick. James Garner, who played the title character in the show, and was a member of the original ownership group. What a fucking selfish prick. Yeah, fuck that. Hey, name it after my TV show, guys. Come on, come on. It's pretty cool. It's nice. 1957 was a great Uh, year. (laughs) Who was the first player to lead the NBA in assists and steals in the same season? Slick Watts, Fred Brown, Spencer Haywood, or Lenny Wilkins? Ooh. One of these is not like the other, as far as I know. <laughs> well, Spencer uh, Haywood was a big, tall center. I don't think he yeah. was doing that. Um, I'm not, I think I know, but I'm going to let you go, Matt. I don't want you stealing my, my, my mojo here. <sighs> like, Lenny Wilkins is the only name I really know, aside yeah. from uh, Spencer <clears throat> Haywood's uh, apologies to Fred Brown and Slick Watts. But <laughs> I think I think I'm going to go with uh, with Wilkins. But I did want to pick Slick Watts because that's just a sick name. Slick Watts, yeah, another sick name. No, I'm I'm going with Wilkins as well. Uh, legendary coach and, after a player. And we'd be wrong. God damn it! And it was Donald Earl Slick Watts. You Why I should have trusted my gut, man. Uh, 1975, 1976, uh, made all for uh, NBA uh, defense first team too. So uh, this guy's no slump. Never I don't know why we don't. Uh, yeah, we gotta show, we gotta bring up the tape, man. Get him on the all uh, the uh, all time 75 list over AD because mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. this guy's cool. This uh, this guy sounds awesome. Slick. We should uh, we should have him on the podcast. Maybe he could he could be like 95. He's, He'd probably yeah, love it. I was gonna say, is he alive? Uh, who knows. Well, Slick, if you're listening, come on, man. Free standing invitation whenever you want it. Uh, Probably make it soon. Uh, (laughs) How many postseason games did the Philadelphia 76ers lose during their 1982-83 championship season? Three games, two games, four games, one game. This was the the year uh, Moses Malone said, foe, 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 predicted uh, three three straight sweeps, Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure they almost got there. I have my answer, Matt, but you go first once again. I'm I'm gonna go I'm with two think. losses because I'm as far as I know the only team that's ever been able to go uh, and they're the best the best they've ever done sixteen and one was uh, the Los Angeles Lakers uh, with Shaq and Kobe. Oh. So I'm gonna go with two. Oh fuck! Yeah, actually, you might be right. I don't know. Oh, see, head, I'm giving you the answer. Well, in my head, I th- no. You know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let you change it because I I, <laughs> I think. I think they. They also, might have tied it. Yeah, I think they also went uh, whatever you know, fourteen and one or whatever. I could be wrong. If it's not one, it's two. But I'm gonna go one. 
And it was one, man. There you go. go. You're, you're, you're climbing back. I had taken a, a two-question lead on you, so now the lead's only one here now for you. Uh, so yeah. And then here it goes. Yeah, even quoting your uh, answer, foe, 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 meaning the 76ers win four games in each of the three rounds. Uh, oh, so maybe that's the... Uh, that's where they, uh, the, they they drew that line. The the playoffs were shorter because uh, the Kobe Shack was 16, so they only oh. won uh, 12. You see what right. I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So uh, I- interesting uh, to think about. Uh, forgotten history there back in the, those early days. Yeah. Uh, against which team did the Indiana Pacers double their opponent's score? The Denver Nuggets, the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Portland Trailblazers, or the Oklahoma City Thunder? When I'm not was gonna. This? I don't think OKC. Yeah, yeah it doesn't say. say it doesn't give the year, so uh, it could be anything. Uh, yeah, this will have to be a total guess. I literally don't know. Um, I'm gonna guess the Trailblazers. Ah, oh, you're going Nuggets. I'm gonna go Trailblazers. They had some stinky years, man. Yeah, that's true. And it was the Trailblazers. Bitch. Does it say one hundred twenty-four to fifty-nine? When was when the, was the this? final score? Uh, hold on. Uh, it was nineteen ninety-eight. Oh, that's embarrassing. Reggie, the Reggie. Only, only team in NBA history to double their opponent's score. Yeah, that's kind of a bully mentality right yeah, there. Yeah, come on. That's crazy. I think Larry Bird was the coach. You know, I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which player holds the NBA record for most assists in a single game? Oh, John I know Rondo, this. Jason Kidd, John Stockton, Scott Skiles. Uh, I also know this one. Uh, are we going with the Orlando Magic Kid? Yep, Scotty. All right, Pretty Scott sure Skiles. There broken. we go. Nope, hasn't been broken. Uh, Thirty assists, man. That gets me That's close. Crazy, but uh, yeah, it's uh, we're, we're we're still we're waiting to see somebody uh, get there. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. or Kevin Porter Senior, rather. Uh, maybe no relation. I'm not sure, but uh, he had 29. Kevin Porter, okay. uh, right. which is also insane. Uh, how many overtimes did the Rochester Royals and Indianapolis Olympians play on January 6, 1951? <laughs> Four overtimes, six, five, or three overtimes. Three, four, five, six. Um, I don't see how either of us would know this at all. Yeah, but I mean, I, I kind of remember those good old days, nineteen fifty-one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty, if you if you remember the year, uh, there was some stuff going on. But I mean, uh, aside from that, I, I'm I'm gonna go with five. Like I think that's that's a kind of a sweet spot answer here. Three is too little, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. They wouldn't ask if it was two or three. Well, uh, I'm gonna say four. And we'd both be wrong. Six overtimes. And I the final score six was an option, goddamn. Oh. Wow. <laughs> the final score was still uh was still only seventy five to seventy three. Are you joking me? Wow. That would have been like the hardest you game ever to watch. That, okay, add that add that to the, the watch list uh, along with uh Slick Watts highlights and Chuck Hayes' <laughs> uh forty five minute uh, game that went to overtime against the Timberwolves. Uh, yes. we're gonna throw on the nineteen fifty one uh, Olympians versus Royals uh <laughs> Six six overtime game. Uh, I think that's uh, that's the way to go. Didn't crack eighty points. Wow. Ooh, this is a good one. Cause I don't know this one. This is gonna be have to be a guess. Who is the only broadcaster ever ejected from an NBA game? Was oh. it Hot Hot Rod Hundley, Bill Shonley, Marv Albert, or Mike Rice? Didn't Marv Albert Albert do something weird? Isn't he a bit I know, of a weirdo? I, I feel like he has – he's, like, the most famous name there. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's the thing. He's the only one I know. I don't know any of these other – yeah. what's the guy's name? Hot Rod? Hot, Hot Rod, Rod Hundley, man. Oh. <laughs> if, if it's him, man, we might have to find – might have to add another thing here to the watch list. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know, but I don't think I, – I don't think Marv Albert ever got ejected from a game. Uh, I'm not sure, man. Give me Hot Rod. Hot Rod? Hot, Hot Lunch? Yeah, I – 
Uh, Hot Rod Hundley, man. Uh, I'm going to go with this Bill Bill Shonley. Shonley, I don't know. He just sounds like he could be a kind of a kind of a prick or something. Maybe he's shooting his mouth off. Yeah, I don't know. And we're both wrong. It was Mike Rice. Mike Rice. Rice's outspoken demeanor resulted in his 1994 ejection from a Portland Trailblazers game while working a radio broadcast. Wow. As Rice tells the story, at the time, Steve Jobby, uh, prick, the official, was a young official. That previous week, he had kicked out a mascot, a fan, and kicked somebody else out, a trainer or something like that. He was on a roll that week, and he made a call, and I looked on the monitor and saw it was a bad call on Cliff Robinson. I kind of put my hands like that, two hands over his head, and he ran over. Cliff thought he was going to call a technical on him because Cliff was standing there doing the same thing. He ran by Cliff, and that's when he kicked me out of the game. The rest <laughs> is history. That's Steve embarrassing. Uh, Steve Javi, you registered bitch. Yeah, yeah. That, that's crazy. Uh, who was the first NBA player to shatter a backboard? Was it Chuck Connors, Daryl Dawkins, Gus Johnson, or Shaquille O'Neal? I think I know the answer to this. Do you know the answer to this, Matt? I, I, I believe so, man. I think the Thunder threw it down. Chocolate, chocolate Thunder, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Daryl Dawkins. Uh, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. What? I thought that was the whole lore around him, man. What the hell? Okay, I've been lied to. Who was well, it? Well, it can't be Shaq. No, it wasn't Because he Shaq. definitely did it. It was Chuck Connors. Throughout the history of basketball, there have always been athletes with size and strength to slam the dunk <clears> through the rim. However, the first NBA player to shatter the backboard, Chuck Connors, who would be far more famous as the star of the Rifleman. What, what? the hell is going on when, here? Hold on. When playing for the Boston Celtics in 1946, Connors took a set shot during pregame warm-ups, hitting the front of the rim because an, enti- an arena worker had failed to place a protective piece between the rim and the backboard. The backboard, that doesn't count. Yeah, that's in, you can, it's not in a layup line. Come on. What, that's uh, bullshit. That uh, that that's a. We have to take this one to the the officials. Alex, uh, let us know if you think that counts. If not, yeah. Jordan and I should be re- awarded a point because that Just was a, a poorly worded. Whoever made the yeah. That, this is bullshit. Uh, that is really funny though. Uh, yeah, Chuck Connors, you 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 literally bricked so bad that the the, the <laughs> that it broke the rim. Uh, and that back then you pretty much probably would have the game was probably delayed for like two years. Uh, you know, nineteen fifties or forty six. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, who's the oldest player to score fifty plus uh, points in a game? Michael Jordan, Grant Hill, Jamal Crawford, or Steve Nash? Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this. Yeah, I think Although, I, I've got my how answer. How old was Kobe when he scored his 60 before uh, RIP, uh, before he retired? He was, but he, he was, he would have been up 30? there. What, like but 37 no, maybe? Yeah. But he's I'm not even walking. an option for this, so. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's early in the morning. I mean, what if you want to guess Kobe, go for it, man. But... <laughs> what are the options? Michael Jordan, again, please? Grant Hill, Jamal Crawford, and Steve Nash. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it's Jamal Crawford. I I, I remember yeah. his fifty. He scored sort of re- recently. Yeah, yeah, it was Jamal Crawford, uh, fifty-one points at thirty-nine years old. Uh, pretty wow. impressive, man. Uh, before that, the uh, the fifty tally was uh, held by uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, so uh, interesting. All right. Holy! I think we yeah. This is uh, we needed that one, man. After that freaking, we got screwed out of the last one. Yeah. Which Atlanta Hawk was inducted into the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame as both a coach and a player? Dominique Wilkins, Cliff Hagen, Lenny Wilkins, Welt Bellamy. Welt Bellamy. Oh, Walt Bellamy. Well. <laughs> oh. Well, well. Um, as both both a coach and a player. Yeah, I I don't think Wilkins got in as a coach. No, I, I don't think he coached at all. Um, from or maybe he did, but yeah, definitely not. But I don't only... know if he coached NBA, but he, he yeah, I, mean, I know he coached. Oh, he did. Okay, okay, okay. Um, 
No, but I, he definitely didn't. Not in the Hall of Fame for a coach. Um, we were talking about Lenny Wilkins before, man. No, I'm I'm pretty sure it's Lenny Wilkins because he was. I know he was a good like a good player, but he was also a really good coach. Like he's up there yeah. like in all time wins. Um, I'm going Lenny Wilkins. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna ride on that, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was Wilt Bellamy. Yeah. But it is Lenny Wilkins, nice. uh, 13-time NBA All-Star, uh, which is oh, insane. Shit. Uh, 1993 NBA Coach of the Year. Uh, he won the Chuck so Daly. Yeah, I, uh, trust me. I, All-Star All-Star counts can just get insane eventually uh, with, with some of these guys. Like Again, like LeBron's going to potentially make the All-Star game this coming season. We're recording this in uh, the, the off-season of uh, 2023, uh, or off-season heading into the 2023-2024 uh, NBA yeah. off-season. Yeah. All right. Season rather, uh, he could be going for like his twentieth All Star appearance, yeah. which is fucked. Um, what college team did Kevin Garnett play for before being drafted by the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Duke Blue Devils, UCLA Bruins? He didn't attend college, or the Kentucky Wildcats. <laughs> it's kind of weird to have that one in as the third option, but I'm gonna, gonna go. He didn't it. go to college. You were gonna lose. No, no, no. I was going to lose it. I was like, Kevin oh. Garnett did not go to college, man. What is this question? <laughs> uh, that was really funny. That got me. Uh, yeah, I think we but, uh, we know the answer. Yep, yep. Uh, straight out of high school, uh, Kevin Garnett, uh, McDonald's All-American, drafted right out of high school. Uh, which That's my favorite college, M- man. He didn't go to college. Yeah, uh, I love that Exactly. Place. That school of hard knocks. Took yep. night classes. Yep. Uh, which NBA player is featured in a Super Nintendo game called Combat Basketball? I know this one. Oh, Bill Lambeer. Dennis Rodman, Shaquille O'Neal, or Ron Artest. All, it could be any of these guys. <laughs> yeah. but if you don't know this one, then you, you could think of as any of them. Combat basketball. I mean, you got Billy Lambeer, Dennis Rodman, Shaquille O'Neal, Ron Artest. I mean, yeah, we're going I'm, with Ron Artest, not Metal World Peace or Panda's Friend, I suppose. Right. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, I I, I got to guess because I really have no idea. I feel like, I feel like someone to put Bill Lambeer in a in a basketball game to do violent things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, that that is the correct answer. Yes, Bill Lambeer's title game, Bill Lambeer's combat basketball, uh, and it was this. It was weird, man. It's like a futuristic like game. I've seen people play it on YouTube. Kind of fucked up. <laughs> futuristic video game play, took place in 2031, and in hey, this game, I'm pretty there. sure it's like they're like floating around. But yeah, there's uh, there's no fouls, and use of weapons is legal. Uh, Bill Lambeer's dream. Uh, Absolutely. Which which NBA All Star pitched a shutout for the Chicago White Sox? Danny Ainge. Dave DeBouchier, Michael Jordan, or Oscar Robertson? Now, definitely wasn't Michael Jordan. Yeah, he didn't pitch. Uh, you know what? Don't. I don't think it was Danny Ainge. I don't know. I seem to remember him being. I think he was one of those guys that could have went to either league. Like, uh, I think. Mm-hmm. I think he was a really good baseball player. Dave Debouchet is old enough too yeah. that he could have uh, could have done it. That's but he was he was taller. But I mean, yeah, he pitchers was are taller. But I, I, I don't think they always the were that tall. Who's the other Oscar guy? Robertson. I don't it think it was the big Oscar. O. I'm going yeah, Danny I don't Ainge. Think it was I'm him. going Danny Ainge. He's the only guy that I'm pretty sure has a baseball connection. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Debouchet, but and it was Debouchet, man. Oh fuck! During you, his man. rookie season with the Detroit Pistons, he also played Major League Baseball for the White Sox. That's crazy, that. man. Wow. wow. That's that. It's impressive, man. You gotta you gotta show some respect to these uh, these old heads, man. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, and uh, just getting that clap in, Jordan. We're gonna be way over time. We're just, <laughs> we should cut it at, cut it at fifty, and then we'll just like record again the second fifty if that works. At yeah, some yeah, point. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. All right, no. cool. I'm gonna try and clap it back in. Hope that first one even. Registered. I mean, I can I can clap with. Oh, there you go. Okay, we'll clap again, man. Clap again. Okay. okay. <laughs>
Okay. Three, Three, two, one. All right, Jordan, I'm moving on. What was all-star power forward Larry Johnson's nickname? One of my favorite nicknames, man, out there. Oh, wait, give me give me the options. I forget. Oh, true. Yeah, I should give it to you. I, I guess, yeah. Uh, Splash Mountain, Grandmama, The Manimal, or The Junkyard Dog. Oh, okay. Yes. The Why was he called The Grandmama? Did he dress, he dressed up as a grandma for some reason? Yeah, and it was Grandmama, and for a popular series of Converse commercials that had him oh, dunking right. all over the place in granny wigs and uh, a Miss Doubtfire dress in 1993. The original uh, so very, uh, Uncle Drew. Grandma, grandma yes, Drew. Exa- yeah, yeah, really. Uh, they, they should pay some residuals or something. Yeah. Uh, and Grandmama, who would uh, become Steve Urkel's teammate in a basketball uh, tournament in uh, uh, Family Matters. So that's, uh, that's pretty interesting. Okay. Uh, who was the first player in NBA history to lead all players in a playoff series in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks? LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Wilt Chamberlain, or Larry Bird? Oh. I don't I don't I think gen- it's, I, I, I genuinely don't think it can be Wilt cuz he doesn't have any blocks yeah. recorded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he he may t- he might have physically done it but it's not on the record as as far mm-hmm. as I know. It could be either of the other three guys. Although, I I don't think I don't think it's Larry or Michael. I think it's LeBron, bro. I think yeah, it's the King. I I think it's I think it's I don't know. I, Larry was doing everything. I'm I'm going mm-hmm. Larry. I'm going Larry. Even though uh, no no he wouldn't. There would have been other guys who got more blocks than him. Fuck. No. You know what? I'm 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 guessing the true goat, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. You're going MJ. Correct answer. In 2016, LeBron James, the unanimous NBA Finals MVP, uh, he led the entire series in uh, all the major five. Jordan, I'm pulling away, man. I now have a four-point lead over you, Are you, you Ray, joking bro. me? That's bullshit. This How is, the fuck uh, did that? This is There's tough. no way you have a four-point lead on me. This is tough, man. All right, uh, I told you, you I was going to fudge the numbers. Who was the first player in NBA history to make 400 three-pointers in a season? Ray Allen, Steph Curry, James Harden, or Dennis Scott? I'm gonna guess Steph Curry. Yeah, I feel like that's I feel like that's correct. I think like, like I always think of 400 not being that many, but in that's reality that's like crazy. And I think that that was like a big thing that his 2015 when he yeah. won the. I mean, maybe he might have even done 2014, but yeah, before yeah. he won his first MVP. But uh, I'm also gonna ride with Steph Curry. And it was oh yeah very very early 2012 2013 season oh. uh, he hit 400 uh, that's, which is crazy uh, the record for three pointers made in the season was 272 Jesus. before that there you go he's wait. the best shooter ever wait hold on hold on what the fuck oh okay no so it was 2016 that he did the 400 before that it wasn't even, it was like 272 286 like those were what he broke it with so okay, oh I see. It was just yeah again. They're the weirdly, really weirdly worded. Uh, worded Can I have a here. talk with whoever wrote this quiz? Yeah, man. I mean, overall, I I, I would give I'd shake their hand. This is pretty oh, good. Yeah. Uh, no, a lot good. of good trivia bounces around. Who won the Nestle Crunch Slam Dunk Contest on February 6, nineteen eighty-eight? Michael Jordan, Dominic Wilkins, Spud Webb, or Magic Johnson? Okay, well, Magic Johnson, you're <laughs> out. Sorry, but no no dunk contest wins. I mean, all three of those guys. Wait, wait, it was Michael, Dominique, Michael and Spud, and Spud, and the, the, that might have been like the field that year. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, they've all won it. Uh, I just mm-hmm. don't exactly remember who won in '88. Um, I'm, I think I want to go. I think this might have been the free throw line dunk year. Okay, you're going Michael. I might. I think I'm, I'm going Michael. I'm gonna guess 
Spud Webb. I mean, he won once. Maybe that's mm-hmm. why he's included in this question. Give me, give me, give me Spud. It was Chicago Bulls' own Michael Jordan, man. You got to you got to stop zagging for me, man. I'm giving you all the God answers. Damn it. Uh, he got the, the the perfect score of 50 on his final dunk uh, in front of a Chicago crowd. Oh, yeah, I was at uh, home. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. I forgot that was 80. Who sank a 60-foot shot on April 29th, 1970? Jerry West, Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, or Willis Reed? I know this one. And, I mean, they also the, the, the field of this is kind of fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it's that, that crazy shot to tie the mm-hmm. game or whatever. NBA you know, Finals, Mr. I believe. Clutch, uh, yeah, it was Jerry West. Jerry West, uh, yeah, April 29th, 1970. Uh, he got the name Mixer, Mr. Clutch, hit a 60-foot desperation shot at the buzzer to tie Game 3 of the NBA Finals, uh, which is, yeah, that's that's. And that's I'm pretty, pretty sure that just counted for, wasn't even a three, obviously. You know, he... True, yeah. Yeah, that got the same amount of points as a layup, but, uh, you know, simpler times. Uh, Who who was the first Chinese player to play in an NBA game? Yao Ming, Mao Zedong, Kai Rui, (laughs) or Wang (laughs) Zizi? I think it was Mao Zedong, bro. That guy sounds like a hooper. Uh, Oh, my God. Um, Wait, hold on. Yao, (laughs) Mao Zedong... Mao Zedong, Hai Rui, or Wang Zizi? I don't think it was Yao Ming, but maybe it was no. Yao Ming. I don't. Um, I don't feel like it was because I feel like the, like Zizi was in the NBA earlier, like early two thousand. Or I guess Ming was around the same. I don't know. His his timeline's kind of weird. But I don't know if this is also going to be because there was a guy who was of Chinese descent. He was a Chinese American that played in like the fifties, and that makes me think it's this Hai Rui guy. But that okay. sounds Japanese, that name, too. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going with the last guy. ZZ? I'm going to go Rui just because just I got that insurance right now. I'm going to go with him. And it was Wang ZZ, 2001, yes. Dallas Mavericks, Let's first Chinese player go. to compete. So there you go, man. He had six points, and uh, you're going to get to a, a point with that. Cut my lead could've down been, to four. Could have been Chairman Mao, man. He was uh, he was <laughs> awesome. He, he could have hooped, hoop. man. He could have I mean, him, who who wins one on one? Kim Jong Un or uh, Mao Zedong <laughs> in the hardwood man? That's oh, that's right. the game we needed to see. Yeah. Would have been explosive. Yeah. Uh, what piece of basketball equipment, formerly owned by Steph Curry, sold at auction for three thousand one hundred and ninety dollars on August twenty first, twenty sixteen? A mouth guard, a headband, tennis shoes, or shoelaces? I am pretty confident I know what this one is. Oh, I was gonna. For some reason, I was like headband, but he doesn't fucking wear a headband. He, did he sell a stupid little mouth guard that he chews on? Yeah, Stephen Curry's mouth guard. And I was gonna say because I'm pretty sure this is when he whipped it into the crowd uh, yeah, yeah, when he yeah. got pissed. I want to say, uh, but no, it just says he was found by a fan of Golden State Warriors road game sold for. Th- That's so fucking weird. That's well, who so wants gross. that? <laughs> I know. Apparently, Wilt Chamberlain had a headband sell in the 1970s for four grand, which again, I would be like 15 grand now. Yeah, uh, yeah. insane. People like. I, I like collectibles and everything. Like I think memorabilia is neat, but like the older I get, the more I'm like, why the fuck would you spend so much money on this shit? When you got it, man. One day you'll you'll. I mean, we're making a lot from this. Uh, true. Know, yeah. Hundred. Whatever so. we said. A hundred thousand an episode. This is uh, gonna be like a two-hour episode, so this would be That's like true. a five hundred thousand dollar bonus. Yeah. Uh, why did Kevin Durant choose the number thirty-five for his jersey? His first coach was murdered at thirty-five. It's the first tetrahedral number. He plans to play until age 35. His hero was Reggie Lewis. Oh, my God. Do you Say know that this? again? 
Uh, no, I, I said, oh my god, do you know this? I, I do know this one. I do oh, know this one. Oh, man. I can reread them as well if you need me to. I'm gonna... The the other ones sound crazy. Did his Was his coach murdered at 35? His first coach was murdered at 35. Charles wow. Craig, RIP, uh, and he wore it ever since uh, in his honor. I don't... I Maybe seven was what he wore before that, but I do know that when he went to Texas, that was what he, uh, he wore. Oh, uh, okay. He was 35. Gotcha. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, you know, sad, uh, sad reasoning, but, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I think KD probably uh, carried the torch pretty well for this guy, yeah. uh, you know, do, all things considered. Um, but uh, what team drafted Pau Gasol in the 2001 NBA draft? The Memphis Grizzlies, the Atlanta Hawks, the Los Angeles Lakers, or the San Antonio Spurs? Uh, I mean, unless he got traded, I know who drafted him. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure. I, I don't think he got traded. I, I don't think he got traded. Like yeah, I'm, I'm going so with the Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm Grizzlies. And it wasn't. Okay, it well, wasn't the, La- wasn't the Lakers. It was the Atlanta Hawks. Well, oh Saul was selected with the third overall pick in the he 2001 NBA overall? draft. I didn't know he was third I- overall. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Uh, his rights were traded to the Memphis Grizzlies, where he was the NBA Rookie of the Year in 2002. Interesting. I actually forgot he was. I uh, also forgot he was the Rookie of the Year. Wow. Well done, pal. Yep. I, yeah. Hall of Famer for sure, man. Uh, what NBA player has won the most league MVPs? Steph Curry, Michael Jordan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, LeBron James. Now it's not Steph. It's not Steph. No. Um, uh, it's not LeBron because he's got five. I'm. No, LeBron just has four. Doesn't oh, he? he's just okay. Then I think then I know the answer. Then well, I I feel like this is a trick question because I'm pretty sure two of these guys have the same amount. Unless yeah, that's what I thought too. But, but I no. now that you say that, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong on my original history. So I I've got my my pick locked in, and I'll let you decide before uh, like like we'll say it at the same time on this one. Okay, you ready? All right, three, two, one, Kareem. Kareem. Ah, uh, okay. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, six times. You waited, man. You waited for me. Just for the listeners, no, he waited. You waited, waited for, for that K, and you then he came for out with me, it. Man. No, this is no, come on, man. Uh, Alex, throw this yeah, out. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, six times he's won oh, yeah. the MVP in his Mike, career. Mike uh, has five, then, I guess. I, that's the thing. I thought that LeBron had five and that Michael Jordan and Kareem both had six. That's why I got confused there. Uh, so, interesting uh, little tidbit there, but uh, yeah. I guess we'll... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, Move on here with our uh, NBA Trivia Marathon. All right, Jordan, let's keep the good times rolling. Basketball trivia episode. Sweet. Definitely not like four days in between uh, because we didn't realize that 100 questions was going to take. Oh, what are you uh, talking about? This is all one session. Two hours. Uh, yeah, I know, I know, yeah. man. That's, I'm just very fatigued. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like, feels like, yeah, yeah, you're right. feels like time's uh, passed, but we're straight into yeah, it. Yeah, very weird, yeah. Uh, but uh, 35 to 30 in my favor going into the uh, the 51st question here, Jordan, and uh, this one's a toughie to start it off. What teammates were nicknamed the Splash Brothers? Was it Steph Curry <laughs> and Clay Thompson, Jerry West and Will Chamberlain, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, or Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen? Uh, I think that uh, I, I mean this I'm not going to be a trick question. Because yeah, I'm pretty sure, it, yeah. wasn't it Dion Waiters and Norris Cole or something like that? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't think uh, any of these guys are right, but no, if They're I had the, to guess... Uh, who are you me, going with, man? Uh, it's tough. I'll go with uh, Steph and Clay, though. Yeah, I'll, I, I think I'll... Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I think I'll baby back on that answer, and uh, that, that one's the, the correct answer as well. So uh, good good on us, uh, starting off strong here for the, the back half guess. of our... Uh, yeah, yeah, honestly, it was really a guess at the end of the day. I, I, I got to admit that one. Uh, pretty yeah. pretty tough, all things considered. How many points did LeBron James score in his first NBA game? Oh, fuck, 61 points, 19 <laughs> points, 25 points, or 41 points. What, you don't think he scored 61, man? Game no. one? <laughs> Seriously. Oh my God! The, the uh, LeBron sexuals—they probably think he did. I, I bet yeah, there is yeah. LeBron fans who are like, he probably did. Uh, what yeah. were they again? Please, can you read them out? So it was uh, 61, 19, 25, and forty-one. I'm pretty confident with my answer. Uh, I, I believe I remember the game. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's twenty-five. Uh, yes, I, I, it is twenty-five against the Kings. Yep, against the Kings. I think he, uh, I think he averaged 19 for the season or something, uh, or close yeah, to. Something I don't like think it was barely over 20 points. Uh, yeah. And 25 points is uh, the correct answer there. Uh, we're we're keeping our, our streak alive here. We're we're gonna be respectable yeah. by the end of this. Uh, <laughs> who is the highest scoring foreign-born player in NBA history? Hakeem Olajuwon, Detlef Schrempf. Yao Ming and Dirk Nowitzki. Uh, kind of odd to throw uh, Shrimp in there. I mean, there was probably a lot of like you could put like Steve Nash in there, and people would have like found it more yeah, believable true. than uh, than good old Detlef Shrimp. Uh, uh, which I love also Detlef, is like a though, man. That's like a metal band too, eh? You know that? No. Oh wait, it's like I a did metal know band. that. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. really it's kind of weird because I don't even think that they like named them after him. It's something fucked up. I don't know how that all that's ended up working crazy out. Crazy uh, if that's a coincidence. Wow. All right. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, it, that it isn't him. I'm gonna eliminate him from uh, at least my decision making process. You can go with him, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Matt. I'm still considering him. I'm still considering him. Um, but you know, Yao Ming would be fun maybe if he stayed healthy. But it's just mm-hmm. for scoring, right? Highest yep, scoring. Yeah, just scoring. Well, all right. Well, that's Dirk. Uh, I yeah, think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm gonna, I, yeah, I'm going to tail that too. Yep, Dirk Nowitzki, highest scoring foreign player in NBA history. I believe he, he's in the top 10. I know that for sure. Hakeem's definitely not. Uh, no. Uh, he, he might be like 25, top 25. I'm not sure. Even then, I mean, maybe not. Hakeem is the much better player, in my opinion. Ooh, but, ooh interesting. But take, scoring, scoring goes to Dirk for sure. Yeah, 100%. Uh, all right, this is a, okay. Who is the shortest player in NBA history? Was it Manute Bull, Earl Boykins, Spud Webb, or Muggsy Bogues? God damn it. I, Shortest I, player so in bad. NBA history. I'm so bad at remembering the exact heights of these little guys. Um, I'm, uh, I, 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 I feel very confident about my answer. So uh, if you want to take a couple minutes, I'll let you, I'll let you decide, but. Are you, no, then you go first. I, I promise. I'm going to, I'm going Muggsy. Muggsy for sure. I actually think it was Earl Boykins. Give me the Boyk man, the EB. Really, you're gonna do this, man? Yeah. I I, I strongly I strongly recommend you reconsider, no. man. No, no, go ahead. Give it it to was Muggsy Bogues at five foot it, three inches. Muggsy Bogues, shortest crazy. player in NBA history. Uh, yeah, I think Earl Boykins was like five five or something. Like he's definitely yeah, short as well. And then was Spud Webb was like five seven, maybe. I want to say five yeah. eight. He was more like Nate Robinson height, you know, yeah. small for yeah. a dunker, but not not mini. Five three yeah. is actually insane. Five three is like the oh, height yeah. of a child. Yeah, literally. Uh, yeah, Legend. I mean, uh, I believe Michael Jordan called him the M, uh, the M word uh, at one point. Uh, that uh, people quote as him being uh, completely uh, just roasted, ter- and that kind of ter- affected the rest of his career. Uh, wow. Yeah, Michael Jordan. Yeah, you go to hell, man. 
Sell the team. Uh, what NBA player was nicknamed the Glide? Clyde Drexler, Carmelo Anthony, Allen Iverson, or Dikembe Mutombo? I mean, hey, man, I, was, I mean, it was Dikembe the Glide Mutombo, man. I mean, I was gonna say that everyone really has a good that. ring to it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw my ballot out there for Clyde Drexler. Yes, yes, it is Clyde the Glide. It's Clyde mm-hmm, the Glide. Mm-hmm. Fame for his speed and athleticism on the court. And his easygoing and quiet demeanor off the court. Uh, is that what he's known for? Really? Okay. Uh, I guess so. Hey, how many he was, players? He, 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 he's so underappreciated because of MJ, man. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's true. He, he was basically an afterthought. But he was good. Two finals oh, yeah. teams. Arguably, uh, you could throw him in there with a, a top five uh, shooting guard of all time. I think that yep. uh, maybe in our all-time special we did uh, a year or so ago, uh, which is actually pretty crazy to think about now. Yeah. I think we had him at uh, in our top five, or at least maybe at least one yeah, of us or, did. Yeah, uh, honorable mention or something like that. But yeah, yeah he was good. Yeah, uh, glad go, go back and check it out, people. Uh, NBA, yes. uh, you know, all, all position all-time uh, rankings. Uh, yeah, to move up. on, how many players were allowed on the court per team in the first college basketball game? 11, 7, 3, or 9? This I have no fucking clue. Oh, so this is a weird one. All right. So yeah. each team had... This amount yeah, of how many, how many players were allowed on the court per team? So 11, 7, 3, and 9. And this is in college basketball. What the fuck? Oh. Well, I mean, I'm I'm just going to guess. But you can't steal my guess, Matt. You cannot steal my guess. Sure. I'll, I'll try not to. Promise. But I, I, I feel like, like I'll, I'll let you go, man. I'll, I'll let you. Yeah, sure. I know what. I'll, you can take this one. I, this is going to be a full-on guess no matter what for me. So, yeah, you, you can have well, first stab at this one. If you take mine and pretend like you, oh, you had this in your head before, I'm not gonna mm. fucking believe you, man. Seven, lock it in. Seven. You're going seven, eh? Now, see, I was actually going towards three, but I just feel like that's too little. I feel like back then they would have like a lot of people. Like I'm even be closer to going like nine. <laughs> I don't know. I, each deep. Yeah. I'm gonna go three just because that was my first initial instinct, but I, I really doubt that it was a three on three. I'm really, I feel like it's gonna be higher. Let's what? See. And it was nine, Jordan. We both God struck out on that it, one. Man. I should have went with it. First recorded game between two college teams occurred on February 9th, 1895, when Hamlin University faced Minnesota A&M. Uh, the game was played under rules allowing nine players per side. That's fucking stupid. That'd be uh, pretty crazy. That'd be fun. We should try that. Back to the the, the, the mm-hmm. OG rules. I mean. Sure, yeah. No dribbles. Two- <laughs> no jumping. No fun. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, uh, thanks, Naismith. Yeah, uh, what well, a friend of ours, uh, uncle. Uh, if anyone didn't know, or yeah. grandfather or something, uh, really, really interesting person. He claims. Mm-hmm. Yeah, believe. yeah, no, it's it's true. Uh, who is the only coach to win both an NCAA national championship and an NBA title? Red oh, Arbach, Larry Brown, Phil Jackson, and Pat Riley. Oh shit! This is actually a tough one for me. I don't know about you, Matt. Um, I don't. I don't think I know it. Uh, I don't I, know it. Either. I'm yeah, I think this to... is a cool one. I feel like people should know it, but I don't think like, I yeah, I definitely don't know. I'm I think I'm gonna go Larry Brown. I, I, I don't know. I don't think it, I don't think Phil or Pat did it. Yeah, as far yeah, as far as I know, they didn't uh neither of them coached uh in, in uh college and Red mm-hmm. Auerbach uh, same with him. That was oh yeah, I could see him Red coaching and Larry like... Brown. Yeah, I can Boston see him coaching University. like the Cel- the Celtics, yeah, and Boston like at the same time yeah. or something. No, I I think I think I'm gonna guess Larry Brown. Yeah, I'm gonna guess Larry Brown. 
And it was Larry Brown, the Let's only go. coach in basketball history to win both an NCAA and NBA. Kansas in 1988 in the Pistons no in 2004. Shit. Interesting. 88. Very wow. interesting. Uh, impressive, Larry Brown. Uh, that The 2004 uh, Pistons team, man, uh, never gets any love. Uh, why did Michael Jordan wear number 45 when he came out of retirement? His brother wore 45 in high school. He wore 45 playing minor league baseball. His number, 23, had already been retired or all the above. <laughs> Damn it, man! Like I feel like that one's that part of it's a trick question. Like I I don't or trick trick answer I suppose because I know the whole thing was this he wore twenty three because he which is also I mean people probably maybe uh, clown me I think Michael Jordan maybe needs to stay a little bit more in math he said that uh, he wore twenty three because he wanted to be half as good as his brother. Are you and who, who, it's was, like, who wore forty five? And it's like all right, well. I mean, yeah, I guess you had to pick between Close. 22 and 23, but, like, you're technically a little bit better than half. Uh, yeah. 22.5, they would have given it to him. Yeah, sure, yeah. If he wanted uh, that. I don't know, yeah, I don't know if he wore 45 playing baseball. Probably did. Uh, I don't think he, he wore 23. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, yeah, and fuck it. I mean, I'm going all the above, man. Yeah, I'll ride with that. And it was all the above. Uh, don't ever do the all the above again quiz we're fucking we don't want to see that shit we're too uh, smart yeah honestly uh i mean the 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 way the things have been going we don't need that uh um, i didn't okay. actually know that his number was already retired that's quick because yeah. he came back within a year and a half they, they uh yeah wow. he'd be like he'd be like a the true Miami goat Heat. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Retire his jersey, never even played for you. Kind of a the yeah. I'm, I'm no what. I'm, I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna be nice right now. I'm not gonna say anything about the, the Miami Heat organization doing that. I'm gonna gonna bite my tongue on that one. But uh, we just talked about this a little bit. Who invented the game of basketball? Walter Camp, Frank yes. Mahan, Abner Doubleday, or James Smith? <laughs> I kind of like Abner Doubleday. I kind of I, I might uh, have Wait. to investigate who that is. <laughs> Matt, you just said James Smith. You 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 skip the Nath. Yeah, or or James unless you Naismith, cut out. <laughs> well, well, well James, James Smith, Smith. That's what he used to go by. So he used to blend like... into the crowds after he became yeah. a celebrity. Um, but uh, oh, I'm gonna man. go with James Naismith. Sounds like uh, that's the right answer. Good guess. Good guess. Yeah. Yep. I will go with that as well. Nice. This we, is we got a ca- this is a funny best. quiz with the amount of the 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 varied nature of these questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah, got some of these really are easy yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, but that's nice, man. That's what we need to, to the marathon. Yeah. You're going to hit some real hard bumps in the road. Uh, yeah. What city were the Detroit Pistons originally founded in? Fort Wayne, oh. Indiana, La Cruz, New Mexico. Apologies if I butchered that. Auburn Hills, Michigan, or Kansas City, Missouri? I, yeah, I don't know this. I'm going to have to guess. Um, I, I don't feel think like this would have. Like, Go do you not think this might be another trick question? Well, how could it be a trick question? One of these got to be right, right? I mean, sure, yeah, but I mean, like one, well, one of them makes more sense than the others. Oh, what, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Hills? Yeah, I'm going with Auburn Hills, Michigan. Yeah, but why would they? Why would they put a team in Auburn Hills before Detroit? That doesn't make sense to me. Or maybe it, I don't know. All right, if you're going with Auburn Hills, what are the other 3? What are the other 3 again? Fort Fort Wayne, Indiana, La Crusa, yeah. New Mexico, and Kansas City, Missouri. I I'm I'm going with Kansas City. That's the only one that I remember there was an old franchise there that could have moved. That's my guess. Well, Jordan, uh you'll be happy to know we both are wrong. You got to be joking. Fort Wayne, Indiana. 
Fort Detroit Willie. Pistons. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, Indiana has a Fort Wayne Pistons in 1941, member of the National Basketball League. Oh, the NBL. Okay. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. That's good to know. See, I just I just talked about how easy this quiz was. They give me one. Uh, I have no fucking <laughs> exactly. idea. And, and here's another one that uh, I don't know. Maybe we have to phone a friend, like a, an elderly friend, uh, to help us with this one. Because unless oh, you, you know you know your nicknames well, uh, but I've never heard this one. What NBA player was nicknamed Plastic Man? Billy Cunningham, Magic Johnson, Dikembe Mutombo, or Stacy Ogman? Yeah, I have no idea. Let's. Uh, I, I mean, not Magic, I know two not of them. Yeah. yeah. So who are the other two? Stacy. Billy Cunningham and Stacy Ogman. I'm assuming this is a, a the nickname for someone who never gets hurt, toys is yeah, the very yeah. durable, like that that's my guess. And I feel like both of these guys were tough. Especially like yeah. I feel like everybody was kind of tougher back then. Everybody played a lot more. I mean, they played less games uh, here and there, but I mean they played a lot. Uh so that's tough. I, I need to do I need to do something to beat you, Matt, so whoever you guess, I'm just guessing the other guy. Well how about um, how about I'll, I'll let you have that first pick and I'll go the opposite. No, Give Matt, you the come advantage on. Here. Yeah, sure, really? why not? Yeah, You're let's so, do it. I got a, I got a six point lead right now, man. Shut shut up, man. Look, that that lead's gonna disappear. Uh, give me Cunningham, BC. Okay. I'm sorry, man. It was Stacy Ogman. Gained Fuck the nickname Plastic life, Man, dude. Whoa, due to his athletic ability to stretch. Hey yo. What? <laughs> okay. Wow. What the hell is that supposed On to mean, the court? bro? Well, uh, I don't know. He was ninth overall pick. Bill Walton famously said Russell Begat Kareem. Kareem Begat Magic, and so Magic has Begat the Plastic Man. What the fuck does Begat mean? <laughs> Begat? It means, yeah, it means like like the, it came before. Like, Interesting. Uh, you know, one and then the next. Um, Bill Walton is insane. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Stacey Another Ogden's crazy Bill Walton. You heard it. <laughs> God uh, damn it. My own strategy. <laughs> Bit me in the ass. Listen, man. I, I, I mean, I would as I was gonna go Stacy Ogman. Anywho, uh, if right. I'm gonna be honest here, so uh, it, it is what it is. But uh, that does suck for you, man. Uh, seven yes. point lead for me right now uh, on the 60 second question. Coming what back. team won the first National Basketball League championship? The New York oh, Wanderers, the Trenton Nationals, Bristol Pile Drivers. Or the Camden Electrics. <laughs> I love the Bristol Pile Drivers. If that's a real that's team, amazing. that's sick. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Bring them back. 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know the answer to this question. Um, I'm going to say, well, I'm just going to guess. Can you give me them mm. one more time, please, Matt? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the New York Wanderers, the Trenton Nationals, the Bristol Pile Drivers, or the Camden Electrics? Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, I don't know that I, I, I... The New York Wanderers sounds like a made-up team to to me. I don't, I've never heard These of them These all sound made-up to me. <laughs> yeah, the pile drivers? You gotta be, you gotta be joking. Um, I mean, I want it to be the pile drivers. I'm going mm-hmm. with the... I'm just gonna guess that Camden team. They sound cool. The electrics? Yeah, that, that's kind of who I was leaning towards. But you know what? I'm gonna go the Wanderers. I'm just gonna zag a little bit, uh, just You're for gonna the, be right. uh, the, the, the sake of it. Uh... And we were both wrong, Jordan. Fuck. It was the Trenton Nationals. Ah. Founded in 1898, six teams took part in the National Basketball League, and the first champions were the Trenton Nationals, followed what by the New York these? Wanderers, oh, the Bristol oh. Pile Drivers, and the Camden Electrics. So that was the They're order. All they all won them. The league was abandoned in 1904, so six yeah, years. I wonder why. Why the fuck why. does it matter? Why does it matter we need to hear about this? 
Whatever. Uh, oh, my God. All right. Who is the NBA championship trophy named after? Is it Larry <laughs> O'Brien, James Smith, Maurice Podoloff, or Red Arbach? Wait, okay. You, wait, wait. Did you say James Smith this time for real, or did you say James Naismith again? I swear I'm saying James Naismith. It's possible <laughs> Yo, that, that I just don't listen. say Naismith. <laughs> Alex, you gotta listen back, and someone's gotta back me on this. I swear you're saying James Smith, hit, man. Hit but, the replay, uh, man. <laughs> all right, so okay, let we, it's we, the Larry we got this. Let's move trip. on. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. we got it. Uh, Thank good you. job, Jordan. We did it. Uh, yeah. that, that that one, I I really didn't think we were gonna be able to get, uh, but I'm glad <laughs> we put our brains together on that one. James Smith. Uh, what NBA team plays at Madison Square Garden? Oh, for the fuck's Golden sake. State Warriors, the Brooklyn Look, Nets, the New just... York Knicks, the Miami Heat. Ding, 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 New York Knicks. There we go. Well, do you know it's called the Mecca, man? The world's most famous arena? Uh, I've never heard I, that I, before. I knew that. Yeah, I, I, I knew that, man. Trust me, I knew that. Uh, it's what James NBA Dolan's player... house, house, man. True. Yeah, the house that Dolan built. There we go. Uh, what NBA player was nicknamed Houdini of the Hardwood? Oscar Robertson, Bob Pettit, Bob Cousy, or Bill Russell? I'm actually pissed because I don't know between those two white dudes who it was. Uh, mm. I know it was an Oscar or Bill. I mean, I, I'm pretty. I, I'm pretty confident that it was Bob Cousy. Because Bob was Pettit was one? just like a Bob Pettit. You're right. He was right. just like Bob a score Pettit. down yeah, low. He was taller. Yeah, yeah. Cousy. It was the Coos. Yep, Cousy. I uh, initially drafted. It's the third overall pick in the first round of the 1950 mm-hmm. NBA draft by the Tri City Blackhawks. But after he refused to report, he was picked up by Boston. Interesting. A lot of guys. Boston's uh, got good luck, man. Boston's just been. Yeah, honestly, getting it's, handouts it's pretty, all, all the time. Well, it's just pretty crazy to me that it's like everybody talks about, oh, man, player empowerment, all these uh, guys holding yeah. out and not wanting to play for the team. It seems like every fucking guy that got drafted between, like, 1950 yeah, like, and 1980 just said, fuck the team that drafted me. I'm going somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, and they were, uh, you know, doing cocaine uh, through mm-hmm. the 70s. It, it, I, I think that, it's uh, probably a little better now, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. Player empowerment, man, through the years. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh who has the most blocked shots in NBA history? Kareem oh. Abdul-Jabbar, Hakeem Olajuwon, Mark Eaton, or Dikembe Mutombo? Shut up, Mark Eaton, man. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not him, mm-hmm. but Will uh, Chamberlain, Bill Russell. <laughs> um, do you, I mean, do you know it, Matt? I I always I know it's between two of these guys, and I always get them confused. I'm pretty sure I know who it is. All right, make your guess, man. I'm Make I'm going guess. with the dream. I'm going with Hakeem. I'm pretty sure, but I, it could be Kareem. One of them is number one. One of them is number three. I don't know which though. Who's number two? Do you remember? I don't know. I can't I remember. remember. I'm pretty sure. I yeah. I'm pretty confident as well that it's it's Hakeem, not Kareem. Hakeem. And we yeah. And we we would be correct. Thirty eight hundred and thirty yes. total blocks uh, for the dream. Uh, over his career, uh, pretty pretty and crazy. I mean, I, whenever I see that, I always think that sounds like a low total. But then when you consider guys only like the best shot blockers get like three a game uh, yeah. in like a season, then it's like okay, that makes sense. Uh, who was famous the only Toronto player? Raptor Hakeem Olajuwon, man? True, yeah, a legend. Probably should hang uh, his uh, his jersey in the rafters at some point. Uh, it's a shame we haven't done it yet. First first player with his uh, jersey remember, retired. That would be nice. Remember that guy? Yeah, that that that'd be fitting. Remember that guy we went to fucking. Uh, university with that tall guy named john who claimed from mm-hmm. from the uk who claimed to mm-hmm. know uh hakeem or something or he lived in his town or something do you remember that 
he played basketball with them on the, the street, just came up and shot the shit with them. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I uh, used to be in the NBA. I'm, uh, my name's Hakeem Elijah. And he's like, well, Do we believe oh, him? Oh, you, oh, you really? Oh, you really? <laughs> oh, fucking why? Hakeem Elijah one, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that, that's All pretty I much re- the re- what happened. That's how it went. That, 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 that is the story. All I remember about that guy, his name was John, right? John, you listening? Yeah. Shout out, John. Shout out to John. I remember- he's listening. <laughs> All I remember about him is uh, he he walked out of an exam five minutes in. He just didn't answer any of the questions. He mm-hmm. just said, "I don't really know what's going on here," and he left. And you know, I respect him for that. But uh, appreciate sure he did that other one. But yeah, probably. That, that was the one you were in, right? Because you had a class. <laughs> yeah. With him. yeah, he did that. And he showed up like twenty minutes late to an exam. Was the first one done. Uh, one of the classes I took. That <laughs> okay. Uh, he yeah, also had a very high high down. run. A very high run. You know what I mean? Going up yeah. and down the court. Wanted yeah, to lead yeah. the league in blocks himself. Uh, kind of a, maybe that's how he, got, he, he learned. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense, man. He uh, went to the boot camp like Dwight Howard, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Footwork. Shout out, to, shout out to John, wherever the fuck you are these days. <laughs> uh, who was the only player voted most valuable player in both the American Basketball Association and the National Basketball Association? Julius Irving, Bob McAdoo, Larry Bird, or Willis Reed? All right. Well, I think Not Larry I know Bird. It. Not, Not Larry Bird. I don't think it was McAdoo. Don't think he won an MVP in the NBA. Willis Reed, I believe, did win the NBA MVP. And Julius mm-hmm. Irving, I always think did, but maybe he didn't. I, I don't know. Make your stand here. I'm... Uh, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Dr. J, but I could definitely see myself regretting this and it being Willis Reed. Yeah, Dr. J. Lock it in. Nice. Yep, Dr. J. He got it. Uh, most valuable player after three scoring titles with the ABA's Virginia Squires. That's a stupid-ass name. Why were all the team should've names been. stupid back then? Like, should have been the Virginia cool. Pile Drivers, man. Mm-hmm, every mm-hmm. every team name in the league should just be the Pile Drivers, only identified the by electrics. the city. Yeah, or the Electrics. Yeah, Eastern or Eastern and Western. Um, yeah, sure, yeah. So we could do a lot of things Adam Silver could be doing here yeah get I'm, I'm telling you fire that guy if we don't have a team an expansion team the las vegas pile drivers within the next four <laughs> years uh boy seattle electrics hey the seattle yeah, electrics is pretty that's a good that's name pretty dope yeah you get the the lightning rod or whatever uh that, that could work we got something here into uh, that tower just, whatever it's called from the sky yeah yeah exactly famous tower we, the, we yeah, got a lot of good needle. ideas man yeah, there we, we go. Yeah, we could do this. Uh, Silver, seriously, reach out. Pick up the phone, yep. pussy. Uh, who is the first player to lead the NBA in both scoring and steals in the same season? John Stockton, Kobe Bryant, Bob Cousy, Michael Jordan. Oh, I don't like. This is like, an interesting fact that I actually don't know for sure. It wouldn't. Um, it's not Stockton. Never scored. No, enough hell points. no. It's not Kobe. Cousy. It's not Kobe because I think if. Anyone I mean, it did, could it have be been MJ. Kobe. Yeah, it could have been Kobe, but I think I would know this. Like, I don't yeah. think that's... If he was the first. I don't think that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Kuzi... Was he playing Do you think defense? he scored enough? I was thinking, did he get enough steals? Did they even record steals back then? Ah, there you go, Matt. Did they? I'm going to go know. with MJ. I'm going with the yeah, Ernest. MJ makes sense, and I'm, I'm going to guess it happened in, like fucking 88 or something when he had that mm-hmm. insane scoring season first team all defense he's the one who makes sense to me and it was michael jeffrey jordan first nba there player to lead the league both in scoring and steals in the same season and he did it 1987 88 93 three times wow oh th- wow 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 he's Pretty so much impressive. better 
So much better than anyone else who's ever played. That's clear. Yep, you say that again, man. Uh, in what city were the Houston Rockets originally founded? Houston, Los Angeles, San Diego, or Austin? Okay, I'm not going Houston this time. I'm not doing this. I'm going, yeah, with yeah. I'm going fucking San Diego. Just going way All off right. the board with this. Because they're just going to be like, oh, they were actually the San Diego uh, monoliths. Yeah. Well, okay. If it was San Diego, you've, you've locked your answer in, Matt. So I'm going, yeah, I'm locking it in. Okay. If it was San Diego, I, all I know is San Diego was the Clippers before they moved to L.A. True. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so I'm actually going to go. I'm going to stay in Texas because of the whole, you know, rocket theme. I don't know if they were named the Rockets before they moved to Houston, but I'm, I'm going to guess Austin. You're going to be really pissed when I tell you it was the San Diego Rockets who were founded as an expansion team in 1967. you got kidding me, man. In 1971, the Rockets were moved oh. to Houston. But then who the fuck, how was there another San Diego team that then, the Clippers, that, this is this is a conspiracy. I, you're <laughs> Just so everyone knows, Matt's running this quiz. He could be making mm-hmm. these fucking questions up. He could be, uh, mm-hmm. you know, doing whatever he wants. So I'm not going to really honor this. I'm going to, listen, if I was going to make it up, all over again. I would have no shame whatsoever. I would have just said you were wrong on every answer, and I was right if we had different answers. Uh, nice try, man. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I could have shared you a screen. I'm surprised that uh, that, uh, that this thing, I think, does let me do that. I mean, if I could try that, and if it destroys our uh, uh, our, our recording, uh, you'll know, man. But yeah, uh, no, don't do it. I, I do I wanna, I'm going to beat you against the odds. Uh, that, that's how I like it anyway. Keep Hold going. on, man. No, check this out. How's no, this look, I don't want Whoa, how's that look, man? You can see this now. I don't see anything, dude. I don't see a damn thing. You can't thing. see anything on the screen? What? What do you no. mean, man? Nothing's coming up? I just see Come you. Come on, man. Oh, there Come it on, is man. now. You see this shit? I think this might... You know I'm on... Okay. All right. All right, let's do it. You think this is going to destroy your internet, eh? I mean, we'll see. We'll see. It should be fine, though. It should be fine. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but now Jordan can see the screen. Uh, I don't want to hear any excuses for the last... 31 questions. This actually Who helps. F- you don't even necessarily have to read them out, but let's do it for the sake well, the, of uh, hey, the, the, our the listeners. The viewers got to know, man. Yeah, well, yeah, don't read them out. Fuck them. Let's just talk about the questions they can figure. Guess, well, guess what we did. Who was the first head coach of the Dallas Mavericks? Quinn Buckner, John McLeod, Don Nelson, or Dick Mata? I got no Dick idea. Dick Mata. What a man. Um, yeah, I mean. Dick Mata. All, all I know is Don Nelson was a. He's got to be well. I mean, Carlisle was there for a long time, but he's he was such he was with the Mavs for so long. I just don't know if he was the first. Oh, Quinn. That Buckner. was the only name that I stuck don't... out to me here, man. Yeah, I don't know these other guys. Isn't Dick Mata? Wasn't Dick Mata a ref? Yeah, no, that's Dick yeah, Bavetta. No, that's Dick Bavetta. Uh, that's what I'm yeah, of. the kiss Charles Barkley on the mouth. Yeah, yeah, the very. He must have ref till he was like ninety-five, man, or he looked mm-hmm. he looked he looked pretty old. Um, oh yeah. Oh God, I really don't know. I'm just gonna. Uh, Fuck, I'm just going to have to guess Don Nelson because I. Yeah, that's. It's the only one I really know. That's where I'm going, man. And we're both wrong. You see this? God the big it. X? We're both wrong, man. Who is it? In the end, Dick Moda served as head oh, coach wow. of the Dallas Mavericks from 1980 to 1987 and then again in 1994 and 1996. Interesting. Way to go, Dick. Dick Pound. Yeah. Appointment schedule. What player? Tool. Yeah, yeah, it is a good schedule tool, man. What player holds the NBA record for the most career assists? Jason Kidd, John Stockton, Magic Johnson, and Steve Nash. I know this one, no problem. Do you know it, Jordan? 
<laughs> I actually. Uh, oh fuck! Wait. I think I do. Oh man. It's. Gotta draw a line in the sand here, man. It's. Is that your final answer? Yes. The longevity. That's that's who I'm going with as well here, and I just correct John Stockton, fifteen thousand eight hundred and six by over yeah. three thousand uh, over the next one. I believe uh, it might actually be Jason Kidd at number two. I think Steve Nash is three, uh, or maybe Magic is two. I know that Kidd and Nash all, are these, very all these all guys are there. top five, and then I think yeah. Mark Jackson's in there somehow. Yeah, I think Mark Jackson's the fifth, which is crazy. Mm. Uh, yeah, what player holds the record? Oh, I haven't even been updating our. Uh, I didn't now, now that I'm seeing the screen. I haven't been updating the the score as often. Uh, oh, that's convenient, we, we, isn't it, Matt? We both got two. Well, I mean, we both got the same amount right and wrong. That's oh, that's because actually that's the last true. question we didn't even get right. Uh, oh, so I uh, believe that uh, that would put us. And you are here, man. There we go. We're good. Uh, what player holds the record for most block shots in a game? Manute Bull, Shaquille O'Neal, Mark Eaton, or Elmore Smith? Elmore Smith, man. Never never heard of this man before in my life. Um, yeah, but that's what makes me feel like it's going to end up turning out to be him. The day after they invented block shots and he <laughs> got 27 recorded block shots in a game or something. That's Fuck. true. Why did they for throw the, him in there? For the New England uh, bigots or something. Pile drivers, man. <laughs> yeah, the, Pile drivers. Yeah. Um, oh, man. But, okay, I got a... I have a, I have a feeling it's probably minute... Yeah, I don't I, think I, it's I, it Shaq. could be. It could be Eaton though. It could be Mark Eaton too. I just don't. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna guess Manute. Give me Manute. Uh, I'll go. I'll go Mark Eaton. I'm gonna start giving you some chances to call back here, man. So let's see. Manute Bull, not right. Mark Fuck. Eaton, not right. Oh, Elmore Smith. I man, told he... you, man. I told you. 1973 in a game against the Portland Trailblazers, Lakers center Elmore Smith set an NBA record with 17 blocked shots. Wait, hold on. I'm literally going to look this up right now when they started recording blocks. Cause you it's going to be October 27th. <laughs> start recording blocks. We've got some trivia inside of our trivia here Question today. Question mark. The 1973-74 season. You're so kidding October, me. October 28th, that's like first game of... That's like around <laughs> when the season starts. Yeah. It always starts around... Uh, uh, that uh, might have actually uh, been Halloween. the first game. That might have been the first game of the first season they started recording blocks. Wow. Well done. That's fucking... Well that, done. That, I should get a bonus point for that, man. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, Elmore Smith, wherever the fuck you are, you probably did not have actually 17 block shots, or you were the only guy over 6'9 on your team. Uh, yeah. Or in that or, game. I, I, well, uh, that's the thing. Back then, I think everyone was just... You know, Wilt probably had a game when he had 50 blocks. Like, legit. Oh, probably. Uh, like, yeah. uh, it's uh, insane. Insane. Yeah. Uh, who was the only Harlem Globetrotters player to win league MVP in the NBA? Moses Malone, Magic Johnson, Metal Lark Lemon, or Wilt Chamberlain? I am pretty confident that I know this answer. Uh, me too. I okay. I think Wilt Wilt played yeah. for the yeah the, uh, the Globetrotters. He, he did Globetrotters before, right after college, then went to the NBA. I believe is yeah. the order of how it went. Uh, yeah. And that that is the uh, the correct answer. Will Chamberlain for the the Harlem Globetrotters in nineteen fifty eight fifty nine before joining the NBA, where he played uh, a bunch of seasons, four league MVPs, uh, first NBA player and only NBA player to score hundred points in a game. Apparently, that's what the that's what the media wants you to think, man. That's what the league wants yeah. you to think. Uh, keep your it third was, eye it open. Was a, it was a cool twenty. It was a cool twenty five mm-hmm. points actually. They yeah. just inflated. Yeah. 
LeBron actually did 100, but they uh, raced the game. Yeah, in his it. first game. Uh, in his well, that, yeah, that, his that's first, the opposite. In his first LeBron game. had 100. They someone mm-hmm. you know mixed up the the scorecards or whatever. Yeah, LeBron had 100. Will at 25, but you know, it is what it is. It's like Kings fans are uh, are cursed. Uh, yeah. Who was the first NBA player to record a triple double in the All Star game? LeBron James, oh. Dwayne Wade, John Stockton, Michael Jordan. This is interesting. Yeah, that's um, why I had no clue. Like, I feel like the, these all guys that I wouldn't have picked because the triple-double fad wasn't really a thing at yeah. that point. I don't think I, it would be Stockton. I don't think. I don't think. Like, I could see him having 10 steals or something because he just decided he wanted to play oh, defense. Oh, that's true. Yeah, 10 points, 10 assists, 10 steals, something like that. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, I, I kind of want to go D-Wade. I just don't think it was that recent. Like, I would have I, – I, I feel like – Mm-hmm. LeBron or D Wade, I would have remembered them making a bigger deal of like first player uh, to get a triple double in an All Star game. I actually, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with MJ. All right, you you go MJ. I'm gonna go D Wade. I'm gonna see how this goes for me. It was Michael Jordan in 1997. Yes! I'm first back, player, baby. 14, 11, and 11 in 26 what a weak, minutes. Kind of a, weak yeah, triple I was double. Say, that is a weak triple double, especially in the All Star game. Like 200 Come fucking on, points are probably scored. I actually guess back then it was a little more competitive. But uh, either way, uh, Michael Jordan once again uh, getting some praise on this list. Question 75 here, Jordan: Who was the first WNBA player to capture all three MVP awards in the same? What the fuck? All three? Oh, like All Star game and uh, regular season and regular. finals. Yeah. yeah. Cheryl Swoops, Lisa Leslie, Cynthia Cooper, or Lauren Jackson? I think this is a Lisa Leslie one again. Yeah, I... It could be swoops. I was going to say, Cynthia Cooper and Lauren Jackson, unless I'm just being ignorant, I don't I don't, I don't, don't know them as, like, all-time greats. I know mm-hmm. swoops and Leslie are. Um, so, yeah. I, I think... I, I'm, I'm going to go with swoops. Give me swoopy. Okay, I'm going to go Swoop, Leslie then, man. I'll, get, I'll give you another chance here. You can keep carving this lead back. No swoops. It is Lisa Leslie, 2001, first WNBA player to win the regular season MVP, All-Star Game MVP, and playoff MVP in the same season. Oh, do they do playoff and not finals? That's interesting. Uh, I actually do watch the the WNBA a lot. Uh, What NBA team won eight consecutive championships from 1959 to 1966? Uh, Yeah, I think that we could probably get this one. We're good. Boston Celtics, uh, if anyone didn't know, they were really good when there was only six teams. Uh, congratulations <laughs> to the Boston Celtics and your uh, your fake NBA championships. Um, yeah. Los Angeles Lakers, uh, you need to pay your uh, reparations to the, the Minnesota Timberwolves still. Uh, you have to actually <laughs> yeah. send them a bunch of Larry O'Brien trophies. Uh, yes. Until you re- retire George. Or did they actually re- no, they still did they retire George Meekins' number? I feel like I was complaining about it so much oh, that eventually that actually happened. No, I think it's in the rafters, man. I think it's in the rafters. Like now, like this past season, did they do it? Because I still, I, no, I don't I think they, maybe did they it have a while ago. No, no, no. It. That's it's a big controversy, no? man. They haven't done it. I swear. Oh well, no. Put it it's in the the Target Center in Minneapolis, man. That's where mm-hmm. that's where all the magic happened. And not, se- not in send LA. His, uh, send those uh, send those Larry O'Briens back, man. You don't have sixteen, uh, correct, or seventeen, whatever the fuck they have. Uh, what NBA player was thrown out of a record one hundred and twenty-seven <laughs> games? Vern Mickelson, uh. Rasheed Wallace. Dennis Rodman or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? I think this is your guy, Vern, man. <laughs> Vern Mickelson sounds like a, like a Bond villain or something, but uh, he could be a tough guy. I, 1945, I, he was kicked out of 127 games for striking <laughs> an official in 126 of these occurrences. 
Oh man, and he wasn't even he wasn't given a flagrant or anything. He was just he was, no. he was just asked to leave. It, Go know, home. It was yeah. Get out of here. Um, cool off, Vern. See you at the sawmill <laughs> in the morning, man. We'll talk about this. Yeah, yeah. I'll well, see you at uh, you know they, they, they were all plumbers back then. Remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, they all yep, went to their exactly. plumbing company. Uh, I think Railroad it was. Uh, <laughs> I think it was Rashid, right? Yeah, sure. yeah, I'm going to go with Rashid. He has the most technicals all time, so I mean, it just would make sense he's been ejected the most times. Uh, so you're going Rashid as well? Yep. All right. And we're wrong. Interesting. It was Vern. It was, was fucking it Vern? Vern. It was Vern. <laughs> one, of the NBA's, right, one of the NBA's first power forwards, Vern Mickelson, was known for his tenacious defense and still holds the record for career disqualifications with 127. <laughs> Vern, you badass. Tell us why, okay. Vern. Hold on, man. Oh, we got to see what Vern looks like here, man. Uh, Vern gotta... Mickelson. <laughs> what do you look like? Well, he lo- Okay, this guy looks like an asshole. Can you? He played with George Meekin. He was his. He was Meekin's freaking uh, enforcer. <laughs> he was his. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, died 2013, man. Oh, you can't see him, man. Oh, man, you, you gotta see him. hold on. Wait, Share takes... this stab. Look it at this, man. A second. Can you see this, man? Vern Mickelson. Oh. He was dunking, bro. <laughs> this guy. This guy could get up. Vern, is he wearing glasses? He looks like he should wear glasses. Oh no, that's Meekin. Probably in the should. That's Meekin right there. Yeah, he's, he, this was good. This would have been a good episode for Utah uh, YouTube, but Vern we didn't uh, prepare for that. Sorry guys. Uh, but uh, look at Vern Mickelson. Twenty-eight, man. That's that's pre-boomer. Wow, Vern. He's a, wait, wait, he's hold a on. tough. Uh, hold on, tough cookie. Hold man. on, I I can't really read it. What? Read out his full name. Did you just close the tab? God damn it, Matt. No, I closed it's it on hilarious. you, but uh, Vern. Read out Mickelson. his full name. No, no, no. In, in oh, Wikipedian. what the hell? <laughs> yeah, what is that? R. Errold Werner Agerskov Mickelson. Where the hell? So, Errold Werner Agerskov Mickelson. Interesting, man. R.I.P. once again. Uh, 20, yeah. 2013. In Minnesota, man. He stayed loyal to the soil, that's for sure. Uh, okay. Jordan, let's get back on track here, man. Okay. Respect to Vern. We got that one wrong. Uh, <laughs> once again, I, I'm going to start just saying whenever I hear these weird fucking weird names. Name. I'm gonna yeah, start, it's them. Just start putting my money on it. How many NBA championships did the Lakers win during the 1960s? Four championships, zero championships, two championships, or six championships? Oh, the 60s. I was thinking the, the 60s. fucking... Uh, oh. and would they, well, they would have already been in L.A. at this point, I believe. I think... Oh, I don't know. I don't, actually don't know when they moved. It might have been during the 60s. Yeah, I um, I know like fifties were Minneapolis still. Sixties uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. though, I'm not sure. I don't. I feel like Elgin Baylor and Jerry West sixties. That well, may, maybe some of the sixties. I think they were more so the seventies. I think I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. This is where I I'm good back to seventy uh, nine. You know, magic magic and birds era. I'm I'm mm-hmm, pretty mm-hmm. knowledgeable. Before that, it gets a little shaky. But yeah, I don't know. But I mean, the sixties did. Was that not just the question? What when? The Celtics were winning fucking everything, so like that was through it the was, 60s. Was uh, it was not? from 1959 to 1966. So uh, oh, okay. if you do some math there, they won eight championships between that uh, time period, uh, 59 so, 66. So that there's four years there straight, accounted so for. Four, yeah, yeah. So did oh. they didn't they win a four, Pete? <laughs> I think. Well, I'm going two. I think that makes most sense. Ah oh, fuck. Do I do I zag? They didn't here? win six. No, well, I'm. Uh, I, I don't know. Like I, 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 well, actually, I I've got to start taking some risks here, man. I've got to start taking some fucking risks. Oh, but I do think they want it. Fuck! I'm gonna. I really want to say zero to to you know hedge, give myself a chance, but I really do think it was two as well. So, 
If and we both be wrong. Fuck! If it's zero, it I'm was zero. Le- led by Hall of Famers Elgin Baylor and Jerry West, the LA, uh, L- whoa, 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 Los Angeles made the NBA Finals six times in the 1960s, but lost each series to the Celtics, beginning their long and storied rivalry. But then they did win in the 70s, uh, like at some point, yeah, at some point, because Jerry I think they only won and one, Wilt too. got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah might have been. Yeah, crazy. I'm pissed. Wow, I'm fucking pissed. Oh, this is a good one. I've never heard of this nickname, so this is another great one. Which Milwaukee Bucks player was nicknamed the Squid? Alvin Robertson, Sidney Moncrief, Quinn Buckner, or Brooke Lopez? I would love it if we called Brooke Lopez the Squid. <laughs> Brooke That's the Squid. a dope nickname. Brooke the Squid He's really Lopez. into comics, man. It's kind of a comic book type of name. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was, maybe he's got long arms, long tentacles or something. You know, yeah. he's always a, yeah, could, something there. Splash, yeah. uh, Splash from Deep. I, I don't know. There's something, maybe the Kraken. That's a cooler name. Oh, that is, that is, that is cool. Um, Brooke the Kraken Lopez. <laughs> um, he is kind or, of like the Kraken to, to, uh, oh no, that's his brother. I was going to say he's the yeah, Kraken Yeah, Robin is mascots. more like the yeah, yeah, that's more like a Robin thing, man. He'd be the squid. Brooke is the squid, but Robin is the Kraken. The cra- yeah, yeah. Um, all right, uh, well, but I'm, it's not I'm, him. It's not him. I've got a guess, and I'm gonna, but I'm keeping it to myself because I, I need everything I can get here. Go you, for it, you man. Go, Matt. I, I mean, I'm like Sidney Moncrief is the biggest name there, so I'm just gonna go with Sidney Moncrief, and also it has an S. Squid yeah, Moncrief. Well, that that's my guess. I'm, I'm I'm guessing you know they did a little Sid the Squid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Type of deal, and it was defensive specialist Moncrief often appeared to have eight arms instead of two, earning himself the really? nickname Sid the Squid. If he had, that's that's not he allowed. He appears to have eight arms. <laughs> that's not fucking yeah. allowed, man. That's no, yeah, not that's, allowed. That's bullshit. Someone else, okay, we we got to get more mutants in sports. I have said that. That would be make yeah. this kind of interesting. Like a Nightcrawler guy out there. He's just like teleporting around. That's uh, could be basically. That's basically Jose Alvarado, man. He disappears True. for a second on the baseline. But that mm-hmm, sounds like mm-hmm. Sidney Moncrief was doing. Uh, who's the Batman bat? Or no, sorry, the Spider-Man bad guy who's got all these electronic arms. Oh, Doctor do- Octopus. Yeah, Doctor Octopus. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 just it's they they let really crazy stuff slide back then. Clearly, in the yeah, 80s. this is crazy. Yeah. Then Vern came in. He didn't know where the fuck he was, <laughs> but he was still ready to fight on the court. Uh, <laughs> he, was. he was just traveling around any game he went to. I don't like the way this guy. I don't like the cut of this guy's jib. I'm getting on the court. <laughs> oh, Vern. What is the fewest points allowed to an opponent in the second half of an NBA game? Twenty-two points, twenty-five points, sixteen points, nineteen points. In an entire second half. Uh, okay. Um, there's de- there's going to be games that ended like in the four. Again, this is one of those times. Like, there's going to be games that ended like there. Well, one of the games we had that went to like triple overtime ended like sixty five to yeah. sixty six or something. So yeah, I believe yeah. that it's going to be sixteen or nineteen. Like I, I it could be. Either. Yep. Yep. All right. You guess first, Matt. Are you sure you don't want the advantage here? I guess it hasn't really been working for you. Uh, actually, yeah. Let me try something. Nineteen. Give me nineteen points. Okay, I'm going to go 16. If you get this right, I'm going <laughs> to March 1st, 2006. What? Hold on here. Wait, the Los what? Angeles Clippers held the New Orleans Hornets to an NBA record low 16 second half points en route to an 89 to 67 victory. Chris Paul Hornets, you couldn't man. have done something, man. Come on. That's Yeah, crazy. that's crazy. That he is actually out. crazy. That I mean, I would hope, uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty wild. 16 that points in the second half. 
Ooh, this would be, be a good one. Who is the first Toronto Raptor to score 50 points in a playoff game? Vince Carter, Kawhi Leonard, DeMar DeRozan, or Kyle Lowry? Now, I honestly don't didn't I don't I didn't know that anybody in the Raptors had ever scored 50 in a playoff game, which makes me believe it must be Vince Carter because don't believe Kawhi ever did it in that crazy 2019 no. run. I'm wearing I haven't got Kawhi on my shirt right now, George. Oh, so there we go. This. You should but know. Demar didn't do it, uh, no. and Lowry sure as hell didn't do it. So I, I'm going with Vince Carter on this man. Yeah, I think he did it in one of the games um, uh, in that that Philly series, the Allen Iverson yeah. uh, 2001 series. I'm pretty sure. Be, I didn't know this specifically though, but yeah, the other three definitely did not do it. So it got to be Vince. And it was, yep, Game 3 of the 2001 Eastern Conference Semifinals. Vince Carter scored 50 points and hit a then-record 9-3-pointers. Uh, way before his time, man. The Raptors could have uh, could have won the, the NBA championship super early on. Can't, but, talk, uh, can't talk about that series, man. Can't yeah, yeah. But, uh, thanks for going to your graduation, Vince. Uh, which Boston Celtics coach had the highest winning percentage? Red Arbach, Casey Jones, ML Carr, or Bill Fitch? Fitchy. Um... I think this is a bit of a trick question. You think so? But you make your guess, Matt. I'm just going with Red Arbach because that's the one that makes sense to me, man. Walking when Casey they were Jones. The championship. You're going Casey Jones? KC. And it was Casey Jones, man. Let's there you go. go. Now, you're making up a little bit of ground here, man. Let's a little bit of ground. Still a seven-point lead here for uh, for myself. But, again, I'm going to give you these chances, man. I want to make things interesting. Casey Jones yeah. got to the Larry Bird-led Celtics championships in 1984 and 86. Uh, team won the Atlantic Division all five of Jones' season as head coach. Reached the NBA Finals in four to five years as coach as well. Uh, very, uh, very neat. Very good, man. 751 yep. winning percentage. Pretty impressive. That is pretty good. Those Celtics, man. Which player produced a quadruple double twice in one month? Ooh. What David Robinson, fuck? Nate Thurmond, Hakeem Olajuwon, or Alvin Robertson? Now, I know that Hakeem did it. I know that Robinson did it. And I actually think Nate Thurmond did it as well. I don't think Alvin Robertson did it, but I could be wrong. But twice but in I one month. David Robinson was the first to do it, wasn't he? That's what I always thought. The first? Yeah, to well, because Thurman do, was like way before him. So if he, oh really? If he, if he was the, the if he was the first, I thought Thurman. Maybe Thurman never did it though. Maybe I'm maybe wrong. Maybe he did. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to guess at this one. Because um, again, I guess actually when Thurman was playing, who knows? I don't know about the blocks and steals. Uh, yeah, if that was yeah, a thing. True. So maybe not. You know what? I'm uh, again. I gotta take these chances here. We're cut, we're getting down to the end. I'm gonna uh, go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm um, give me Alvin Robertson, baby. I You're going Alvin those, Robertson. Are you serious? Yep, I'm going with it. I think he's one of those tricks. Okay, well, I'm I'm but, going. Uh, I'm going to go David Robinson because that just seems like the obvious answer. And it wasn't him, and it wasn't Alvin Robertson. It was Hakeem no! Elijah uh, man. Only dream. one of four players in NBA history to have managed to produce a quadruple double. Uh, I needed twice in one month. That's insane. Uh, again, one of the forgotten so goats good. out there, man. Uh, he is so fucking which, good. Which Denver Nuggets player was nicknamed Skywalker? George McGinnis, Carmelo Anthony, Chauncey Billups, or David Thompson? And that's also weird because there is also another uh, Skywalker. Uh, I believe yeah, that's Luke what they Skywalker. Yes, exactly. Yes, Luke. Uh, that's what exactly what I was thinking of. Um, well, I don't think Carmelo Anthony was ever called the Skywalker. Don't think Chauncey no. Billups was ever called the Skywalker. So uh, no. I, I'm pretty confident that it was Dave, Dave, Tom, Dave Thompson. But uh, I don't know. Maybe it was George McGinnis. It could have been. No, I'm pretty sure it was David Thompson. That's Clay's dad, right? 
pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, why not? Uh, known for his uh, exceptional leaping ability, enabled him to become one of the game's premier dunkers in the 1970s, earning him the nickname of Skywalker. Uh, but I swear that there, it was not Kenny Anderson or something that was also called Skywalker. Oh, yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, there's another one. You're right. I Chuck, who it is, you but... know, man. You got your dunk history, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, question Chuck. 85. What number did Gary Payton wear during his rookie season? 35. weird question. Yeah, it is weird because I actually this one I don't know. Thirty-five, two, zero, or twenty. Lock in zero. Lock in zero. You you think so? That's who you're going That's with. I guess. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. Like, cause cause he wore twenty. That was his actual number, I believe. Yeah. Uh, it was right. twenty. Like. See, I didn't even go, know that. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it's twenty. I guess yeah. We were just going over that. You didn't. Uh, you don't really know the jersey number. No. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two. I'm gonna go two here. Sorry, brother. Fuck you, man. Gary Fuck Payton you. started his NBA career wearing the number two before changing it to 20. Uh, that's tough, brother. That is tough. Uh, yes, it is tough. <laughs> I still got, I still got time. Tough. I've got time. Feeling like, feeling like you're going to pull a Vern here over our, uh, our virtual trivia session here, man. Get a jacket before the, this comes to an end. Who was the first player to have his jersey number retired by the Miami Heat? Alonzo Mourning, Michael Jordan, Tim Hardaway, or Dwayne Wade? Well, it wasn't D-Wid. Hold on. Is this Tell a, you that. Is this another? Oh, no. Never mind. Okay. Um, I was going to say, is this another trick question where Michael Jordan's number was retired league-wide? But it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, no, but. Other people wear 23. No, yeah. Other people do wear 23, but that's what I've been saying. That was what I was talking about before. Like, his, the Miami Heat did retire his number. And Wait, why? I don't, it's Wait, still retired I didn't even... because they respected you. Didn't know that? That's what I was saying. That's what I was. I, I was oh, talking I... about before when oh, we were talking about the right Michael Jordan head, retired man. thing. Yeah, the Miami Heat retired Michael Jordan's twenty three. So this might be giving what you the, the answer. Fuck are I'm they? Per- what, what I the think fuck that is it's that? Michael the Jordan. Simps? Oh my god. Um. Well, yeah. That's okay. My answer. If, if if they did that, it was before Alonzo Mourning would have had his mm-hmm. number retired because he was still mm-hmm. playing past that. Yep. All right, let's let's do it, MJ. MJ, the Heat retired Michael Jordan's number 23 on April 11, 2003 to honor Jordan's achievement and contributions to basketball, even though he never played for the team. What the fuck is that, man? That's so yeah. funny that even in Miami, uh, Michael Jordan's numbers retired before LeBron. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very interesting. Uh, uh, qu- quick question, Jordan. Do you think that they should retire 23 league-wide when uh, LeBron retires? Do it for him and Jordan? Just retire number oh, yeah. 23? Or... Is is LeBron not going back to 23 now? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's going back to 23. Yeah, yeah. I can't mm-hmm. remember why. There is a reason behind it, but I don't, I don't know why. Yeah. Um, should they retire? Yeah, I mean, why? I, absolutely. I mean, if... I, I get that they did it for, for Walton after he passed away. So, like, you know, that makes sense, too. But I don't know. Like, I, I, I'd be cool with it. I'd be cool with it. I think it would make sense mm-hmm. in, 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 in that case. Yeah, two, two, widely regarded two of the, the, the two greatest ever just to have their numbers retired. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah, uh, and I mean, the, the NHL's done it. Wayne Gretzky, number 99. That's been yeah. retired for yeah. uh, quite some time. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Be, be interesting to see. Which Philadelphia 76er helped legitimize the dunk as an acceptable tactic? Will Chamberlain, Julius Irving, Billy Cunningham, Red Kerr. Okay, this is another one of those ones, man. Red Kerr, I got my fucking eye on you, man. <laughs> Steve Kerr's that's, grandpappy. That, yeah, I was going to say that's Steve Kerr's peepaw, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, I mean, as much as I'd like to, you know, maybe, I, I, I think it was... Was Doctor J? Um, you think so? 
I'm going Wilt, I man. So. I feel like he was probably just dunking, just standing. Yeah, but I, I, I think, I think Doctor, J- I think the NBA before it was very, you know, as a, as a league, they were very. I don't know. Well, I I think the NBA, generally speaking, was more white than the ABA, and and you know mm-hmm. people they were they're trying to keep it quote unquote respectable or whatever. I'm pretty sure Dr. J came in after the merger and was actually brought some fucking fun uh, and and flair. I think I think he's the one who did it. I could be wrong, but I'm going Dr. And you're J. you're right, man. Dr. Yes. J dunking was a practice most commonly used by big men, usually standing close to the hoop to show their brutal strength. Brutal strength. Uh, which was style over substance, even unsportsmanlike by many purists of the game. Do you imagine being yeah. a Bullshit. fucking Kern, Kern Mickelson out there? Fucking <laughs> even he could dunk, but I mean, like, maybe that's why they didn't like him. He's a, he was getting ejected for dunking on people's fucking yeah. heads. That's why. I, I think that's, that's my yeah. theory. Yeah. 127 yeah. career posters, 127 ejections for being a, a beast. <laughs> R.I.P. to Kern. Yeah, Vern, whatever the fuck his name was. Vern. Uh, Vern. 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 Kern. Oh, no. I'm, I'm mixing up with Red Kern here. Red Kerr? Red Kerr? <laughs> yeah, you Mickelson. got Red Kerr uh, and Vern. That would be the ultimate player. Who once played for both the Indiana Pacers and the San Antonio Spurs in one game? What? George Hill, I mean, Steven Jackson, Kawhi Leonard, Bob Nettolicky. Okay, one of these things is not <laughs> like the other, Jordan. I'm uh, going Bob Nettolicky because yeah, I don't too. think... George Hill or any of these other guys did it. Kawhi definitely didn't do it. I'm going Nettolicky. Yeah, I mean, George Hill was traded for Kawhi the, in yeah. the Spurs-Pacers uh, uh, deal, and Steven Jackson played for both those teams, but there's no way in modern history one of those guys played for both teams in the same... No, it doesn't make sense. So, yeah, it's the Nettolicky, man. And it was in 1973. What a year, if you remember the year. Playing for the Spurs <laughs> when they lost at home to the Pacers on a last-second shot. The Spurs protested the loss, and the ABA commissioner ruled for San Antonio. Uh, the Pacers' last-second basket was disallowed, and the remaining 30 seconds of the game, which was the portion that San Antonio had protested, was ordered replayed immediately before the next Pacers at Spurs game. But on December 2nd, 1973, uh, when that game came, uh, Nettolicky had been traded to Indiana, so he played the final 30 seconds oh. for the Pacers, plus well, I suppose, the subsequent overtime. I suppose that could happen today if, if, you, if you, you file a thing and you have to replay and then you've been traded. But... Mm-hmm. I think it's more fair to just get, send that guy back to the, the team. you got to play yeah. with the rosters as they were when the game was played. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. So, interesting. Yeah, it's, interesting. it's a weird uh, weird one, man. Shout out to Nettolicky, uh, yeah. playing both sides. Where did the New Orleans Hornets temporarily relocate after Hurricane Katrina? Sherverport, sure Baton Rouge, Oklahoma City, or Houston? I know the answer to this one. I, I feel like you probably do. Yes, yes. My, my, my legend, CP3, in those old OKC jerseys before mm-hmm. he actually went there. Yeah, Oklahoma City. Some of those were, were pretty clean, too. They had some interesting yeah. looks. Uh, the, the, that whole New Orleans Hornets era with Chris Paul, they had some uh, low-key fire uh, uh, jerseys out there. So, yeah, yep. the, the OKC uh, Hornets for that uh, that one year. Uh, yep. Very uh, interesting time. Uh, George W. <laughs> Where were yes. you at, man? Where were you at? Watch this drive. Uh, where were the Memphis Grizzlies originally located? Louisville, Vancouver, Ooh, Little Rock, know. or Nashville? This one, I think, yeah, we, you got the jacket, man. We all know it. The Memphis Grizzlies were originally the Vancouver Grizzlies. Uh, Sad. Where's Big Sad Country day. Reeves at these days? What do you think? We should get know. him on the podcast. He'd probably do it, right, if he has I, Wi-Fi I th- wherever he is? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he would. All right, Jordan, we're heading into the home stretch here. Uh, you know, we're, we only, we, again, 10. there's a little little over, no, there's over 100 questions. It's like 106 questions. So you do have what? a little bit of extra No, I thought it was just here. 100. 
No, nope, it's just Christ. over. Yeah, it's a it's a marathon. This is a monster I told you, quiz. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Uh, who is the only NBA player to win the Six Man of the Year award and the Most Improved award in the same season? Corliss Williamson, Lou Williams, Jason Terry, or Daryl Armstrong? Lou Williams didn't I, do it. No, he Say never that won. Right now. Most Improved. Yeah. No. Uh, no. I feel like it's Ooh. Corliss Williamson for a reason, for some reason, but I don't know if he won MVP or most. Uh, maybe uh, no, I don't know now. I don't think it was I, Jason Terry either. No, I, I don't think, think so. He he didn't win an MVP. But I don't also don't think he came off the bench all that much. Maybe he did earlier in his career. Hmm. I he would have he would have been for the Celtics, but I don't even think he won Sixth Man of the Year at that point. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Ah. Uh, Daryl Armstrong, same kind of like. I actually think it's Corliss Williamson as well. That's I, I think that's going to be my guess. All right, well, going? I'm going to roll with Corliss uh, on this one. Cordless Williamson, and that's wrong. Oh, Daryl Armstrong, it is. It's the hammer, ah. man. Daryl Armstrong came off the bench to average 13, six and two. That's actually pretty good uh, for that's the Orlando bad. Magic. He was a long time uh, Jazz. I'm pretty sure Daryl Armstrong. So uh, that's a that's an interesting one. Uh, wait, what the fuck? But then he won Most Improved simultaneously. Am I thinking of the right guy here? Uh, Daryl, well, eight ninety eight. I don't. I can't actually. That seems like he was like. I feel like that was the. I think I'm thinking of the wrong guy here, man. Uh, Well, he's a point guard, according to this. This this Daryl Armstrong's a point guard. I was thinking of yeah, the shooting guard for the the Jazz. I I I don't know, man. Maybe I'm this might this is just crushing my fucking brain here. But uh, either way, we got this (laughs) one wrong. Long quiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is this is a long time, man. Spanning many days. Which yes. NBA star plays the title role in the 2018 sports comedy film Uncle Drew? Uh, I'm A not really sure. Comedy film. Reggie Miller. Yeah, I think. yeah, it was definitely Reggie. Shaq, yeah. Shaq, he's in it. Michael <laughs> Jordan's not in it, uh, but I, I think we know this one. Ky- Kyrie yes. Irving, Uncle Drew. Uh, very good, Jordan. I'm, uh, I'm surprised we were able to, to get that one, uh, mm-hmm. to get that one down through the through yep. the basket. Yeah, what tough. unfortunate NBA record do the Brooklyn Nets hold? Fewest steals in a game, fewest field goals in a game, fewest rebounds in a game, fewest assists in a game. I mean, and who fucking cares? The, uh, well, <laughs> it's the Brooklyn well, Nets, guess. so like, yeah. I mean, it's it's recent. It has to be recent if they're saying Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh, you're right. Unless they're well, just unless, meeting the franchise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Unless they're going back to New Jersey. I mean, it could be. Uh, I genuinely. Uh, it's not steals because there's probably multiple teams that have only ever had like that have had like one or zero steals before. Like I feel like that's not yeah. uncommon. I, uh, I'm gonna guess field goals. I'll I'll zag. I'll give you this. I'm gonna go assists. I think it could be field goals, but I'm gonna go assists. All right. And we're both wrong. It's Bastard, rebounds, man. Fuck. July or January 31st, 2014. The Nets set a record they probably would rather forget, snagging only 17 total rebounds in a 95 to 120 loss to the OKC th- Thunder. <laughs> 2014 is, was that not uh, KG? Uh, yeah, Paul, Paul Pierce, Pierce. Those lazy ass fucks. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Jason Terry, where were you, man? Six man of the year, not happening that year. Joe Johnson. Uh, I don't know if he was there. Joe John. Yeah, ISO Joe. Uh, Sean Darren Livingston. Williams. Darren Williams. Mm-hmm. Man, that fucking team keeps keeps me up at night sometimes. Uh, who is the only guard in NBA history to have recorded a quadruple double? Uh, Tony the, Parker, George Gervin, Alvin Robertson, uh, or Manu Ginobili? Okay, hold on here, man. We have a repeat. We have a repeat. Uh, now, well, normally, unless they're if, really if, tricking us. I was going to say, if we didn't have... Like, Alvin Robertson's appeared in like five of these fucking questions. He's never been the answer. But but uh, I'm, I'm going with him. Yeah, I'm so going with him. Fuck this. 
AR. Oh, and it was. I'm shocked. A multidimensional player. Alvin Robertson. Registered 20 points, 11 rebounds, and 10 assists, and 10 steals while playing for the Spurs against the Phoenix Suns, February 18th, 1986. Interesting. There we Congratulations go. to Alvin. Can we please stop having him featured in this? Uh, <laughs> who was the first overall pick in the 1976 ABA dispersal draft? Artis oh. Gilmore, Maurice Lucas, Moses Malone, or Louis Dampier? Dampier? I don't know. But, is that uh, Eric not, Dampier's dad? Shout Maybe. out Eric Eric Dampier, man. Mm-hmm. This is a um, yeah. This is actually this is a really good question. I don't, I, I don't know. This is uh, probably one that people should know. Uh, I mean, yeah. I know Moses Malone and Artis Gilmore kind of like regarded as like all time greats even after the the ABA and NBA mergers. So uh, I mean, yeah. those are the two I'm definitely looking at. Yeah, I I think it was Moses because he was. I'm pretty sure he was like the best player in the ABA mm-hmm. before this this draft i'm assuming he would have would have gone first I'm, I'm i'm going moses and i think this is like his prime too so i i, yeah. I think i'm gonna tail this i'll go moses malone as well oh we both be wrong it was artist gilmore okay wow, wow. Maybe, right. maybe he was a little bit younger uh, that was the uh the thing but uh yeah mm-hmm. artist gilmore uh the kentucky colonels folded uh and then he went uh, into the draft chose the first Bulls. overall by the chicago bulls yeah okay interesting Good uh to know. Which NBA player was paralyzed due to a head injury he suffered during a game? Reggie Lewis, Rick Barry, Maurice Stokes, or Drazen Petrovic? Well, Petrovic got his own shit out off the court, I can tell you Matt. that. <laughs> well, he did. Yes. He did. He did. The Autobahn. Oh, my God. Yes. All right. R.I.P. Drazen. Uh, um, I, I, okay, if this is the incident that I'm thinking of, then I, I want to say it's Rick Barry. But if this is not the Rick Barry that like the like the father of uh, of Bones Barry like, like it's B E R R Y not A R R Y. Right. Uh, I think I don't even know why. I just think in my head, I think there's some sort of I, I'm remembering some story or something. I think it might have been Reggie Lewis. Interesting. That's my guess. Okay, well I, I'm going with Reggie Rick, with with Rick Barry, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to call my shot here too. I believe it was the like the punch of death where he got punt he got blindsided by a guy in the seventies uh, when fighting was really rampant and he got oh. he hit his head or something and he uh, broke his neck or something I swear. Okay, let's see. Oh, we're both wrong. Fuck! It was it has Stokes. Has to be Maurice man. Stokes. Maurice Stokes, nineteen fifty eight, uh, was knocked unconscious after he drove to the basket, drew contact, and struck his head as he fell to the floor. Revived with smelling salts, returned to the game oh, three days salts. later after. <laughs> After after recording 12 points and 15 rebounds in an opening round oh. playoff game against the Detroit Pistons, he became ill on the team's flight back to Cincinnati. Stokes later suffered a seizure and was left permanently paralyzed. He was diagnosed oh. with post traumatic enca oh boy here we go Jordan encapathopathy uh, a brain perfect. injury that damages motor control center. Shit. All right. Shit. So not not a not a funny uh, story. Well, okay. Okay, well, guys, now we know. Okay, but in the fifties, they didn't know that smelling salts was the right. That they thought that's all you needed when you had a brain injury. <laughs> yes. Smash yes. your fucking head off the floor. Just okay. He's back conscious. We're good. Play. Get get back uh, out there, boy. Uh, oh okay. What is the Portland Trailblazers mascot? A bear, a horse, a cat, or an ox? Isn't it that little I decal that no one knows what it is? That weird blaze. What the fuck is a trailblazer? Uh. But I don't. This is like the mascot, like the thing that runs around their stadium. I've never. I don't. I can't even picture it. I've never. I, I don't know what it is. Fuck. I've never. I don't. I, this can't be a thing that's still around. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I guess. Well, we just <sighs> gotta. We just gotta guess. Um, I, 
I'll let you take the first pick, even. Or do you want me to take one out first? I'll let you, I'll let you decide that. Well, I'm trying to see, like, it, it must... I'm assuming it has something to do with trailblazing. And I don't think You're a thick. cat's doing that shit. I'm going to guess an ox. An ox. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go cat. I'm going to go cat. <laughs> okay, here we go. And I'm right. Blaze the trail cat. Of course. You know what? This is this is a joke. You made this. Blaze the trail the, cat. Bro, he's he's been the biggest fan since two thousand two. Blaze the trail cat. Yeah, you never Fuck heard of off. Blaze the Trail Cat, man. There's no way that Blaze still exists. I've never ever seen Blaze the Trail Cat. Uh, I mean, is it an actual I mean, cat? Sure. Runs around. Why not? The rose Maybe. bowl or whatever. Rose. I mean, I don't. The, I mean, that cat would be like 23, 20, 21 years old now. Like that's. Uh, I mean, it's possible, old fat but cat. hopefully not. Just just this a decrepit fucking thing in a cage, just hanging out. Uh, <laughs> let's move on here, man. Who is the only oh 40-year-old NBA player to score 40-plus points in a game? Steve Nash, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Grant Hill, Michael Jordan. It wasn't uh, It wasn't Nash, unfortunately. It wasn't. I don't think Grant Hill either. No, no. It could have been Kareem because he played long. Very Did long, MJ get think- into the 40s? I think with the Wizards, he was 40, and I think he did score like that. Fuck. Ah, I don't know. God damn it. I'm going, I'm going Kareem, man. I'm locking in Kareem. I'm going Michael Jordan. And it was MJ, man. There you go. Yes. Get, get a little bit of respect back here. You, you made Let's up for Blaze the Trail Cat. Uh, <laughs> as we approach the uh, the, the final uh, stretch of this, uh, this, this race here, uh, he got uh, 43 points four days after his 40th birthday. Interesting. Uh, he also got 10 rebounds and four steals. Not bad. Uh, wow. Which player was nicknamed The Matrix? Kobe Bryant, Allen Iverson, Ron Artest, Sean Marion. I mean, I think this is an obvious one, but uh, I yes. mean. Okay, cool. Yes. We're in a grand tier Sean Marion then. Yeah. Uh, Two months after the U.S. release of The Matrix, the Phoenix Suns selected a lengthy forward with the number nine pick in the 1999 draft. Didn't take long for Sean Marion's extraterrestrial arms, legs, and Is that a read? What is that? Yeah. I don't know, it, man. He's got uh, alien arms. I yeah, mean, no, that's what I'm saying. This is, this it is, is crazy. a sick the, nickname. That, it is a really cool one, The Matrix. Uh, it really doesn't make any sense, though, because like the, that has nothing to do with aliens or anything. I always was kind of no. confused why they called them that, but, I mean, <laughs> it is a cool nickname. Got to gotta show some respect uh, if, to if The Matrix. If only could have used those arms to shoot normally, but, uh, you know, I respect, mm, it didn't matter, I respect man. how he ball, did it. Ball still fall. What media mogul bought the Atlanta Hawks in 1977? Ted Turner, William Randolph Hearst, Oprah Winfrey, hello, Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> I actually think I know, I think I know, uh, but you go first. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Ted Turner. Yeah, I'm, I'm making the, I'm making the, fucking, uh, what's it, what you would call it? I'm in my head. I'm connecting Turner Sports, uh, you know, mm-hmm. TNT. Yeah, they're based in, it, the, based uh, in, in Atlanta. Atlanta aren't this they? is my, yeah. yeah, this is my, this is my uh, critical thinking because I don't know, but yeah, I'm gonna guess Ted Turner. Yeah, cable network entrepreneur and Atlanta Braves owner Ted Turner bought the uh, the Hawks in 1977, partially to provide programming for his cable channel. So there you go. That's uh, oh, right. we, we broke that one down perfectly, man. Uh, so let's just see quickly, Jordan, because uh, you know I'm I got a seven point lead here, and uh, it's Not for how many long, questions man. we have left here. Oh 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 oh! oh hey, come on here. Let me see. Uh, wait, what the fuck? That's a repeat. Uh, 106. <laughs> so we've got. Six more questions here, Jordan, left. And so no matter what, Whatever, for my respect. I've, I've sealed it. 
So I mean, release the you know the, what? The, the, the transcript the, here. For the rest of this, I'll let you get the first pick, and uh, I'll even I'll even just guess against it, just to keep things interesting. And if you can go all Don't the way dare. through, I'll give you that bonus point to tie it, man. Uh, we all can right, settle it fine. by whoever can do the best uh, Vern Mickelson impression. Okay. How, what dunk did Timberwolf Isaiah Ryder use to win the 1994 NBA Slam Dunk Contest? The no-look dunk, the East Bay Funk, 360 windmill, or off-the-glass honey dip? What the fuck is the off the glass honey dip? What is a honey dip? Chuck, the we, honey we dip's the Vince, on here, man. the Vince Carter arm through the hoop. Oh, oh, That's right. The honey dip. That's the honey dip. I think. I think I do know this one. I. Uh, I think I, I know my dunk contest history well enough. I think I know what the answer is to this one. But again, I'll let. I'll, I'll give you the option. I could either take the. I'll take the first answer off the board, or you can take the first answer off the board. I'll give it up to you. I'm guessing the no look dunk. The no look dunk. That's not about it. I was kind of torn between that one. I think it might be the East Bay Funk. I know that that was the Jason Richardson dunk, but I feel like yep. Isaiah Ryder actually did it first. But uh, Jay Rich did it a little bit better. But we'll see the no look dunk first. It was the East Bay Funk dunk, Jordan. I tried to help you, brother. I tried my best, uh, but there's nothing. God I could do damn it! One of the highlights uh, from the Super Bowl's earliest era was the Target Center served as host for the 1994 All Star Game, where Isaiah Ryder won the slam dunk contest. Was between the what leg, is the East, East Bay, Bay Funk? funk. It's off the, off the glass, off the glass through the, leg? the legs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I, I thought for sure Jason Richardson was the first to do that. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. Perfected it, man. Yep. Uh, which player won championships in the AAU, NCAA, and NBA? Has the AAU been yeah. around that long? Grant Hill, yeah, yeah, Corliss Williamson, heck? Mark Aguirre, and Jerry Stackhouse. Well, I mean, Grant Hill won in the NCAA, but I don't think he did. He ever even no. win a chip, Grant Hill? I don't think he. Won, I don't think he got one in the NBA. Um, Jerry Stackhouse. Like, I don't know if Jerry. I don't Stackhouse know where any of these college. guys went. I was gonna say I don't know where any of them went to college, but I don't. I don't think Jerry Stackhouse won a ring either. In the oh NBA. yeah, I, uh, yeah. He also didn't win in the NBA. I don't. I. Uh, all right. Well, I'll take. I'll guess Mark Aguirre. I guess. All right. I'll go Corliss, man. Take but I think. I think. I, I. I think it was Aguirre. Oh, it was Corliss, man. It was Cordless Williamson, bro. Man, I'm. I'm cleaning up today. Uh, Corliss Williamson has a distinction of being one of the few professional basketball players to win championships at three different levels. Uh, with Arkansas in the NBA, or with Arkansas in the NCAA, and uh, the Detroit Pistons in the uh, the NBA. All How right. many players? From the 1953-1954, New York Knicks went on to become pro <laughs> or college coaches. Mm. What? Oh, co- just coaches. Okay. Yeah. Bill Jackson on that team, probably? 50. No. The, the, the choice is 4, no. 8, 2, and 6. I think he was on like the 60s, 63. Yeah, it was on the 70s Knicks. Or, yeah, early 70s, 60s. Um, oh, God. I don't fucking know. Uh, I'm going to guess yeah, 4. This- uh, I'll go six. Fuck it. Eight players. In the 1953-1954 Knicks were Jesus more than Christ. just a team of talented players. Eight of them went on to coach college or pro teams. A tribute to head coach Joe Lapchick's mentors. Interesting, man. Joe, Joe Lapchick? Wow, all right. Lapchick. Hey, yo. You could say things like that back then, man. Uh, <laughs> which player made the most three-pointers in his NBA debut? Kemba Walker, P.J. Washington, James Harden. Damian Lillard. Why you is PJ Washington me, on this list? Hey man, Pistol PJ. I honestly, if you had asked me this question, just like with no uh, nothing here, I would have just guessed Michael Carter Williams because he had the best debut of oh, all tri- time. He had a triple double. Uh, uh, so they triple double with like twenty five points. They beat the Heat, I think. 
Yeah, uh, with LeBron. He, he, it was something. Did he not win up. Rookie of the Year? Did he not win Rookie? Yeah, of he, the oh, year? he won Rookie of the Year. Oh yeah, yep, yep. And then just oh got traded to the Bucks, and then everything just went to shit. I don't really know what happened. I would, I'd still put Michael Carter Williams on my team. Tall enough, the, pass the ball. The, Can't the shoot. Weird but. Rookie of the Years are insane. Like Tyreek fucking Evans won Rookie mm-hmm. of the Year. Uh, it's uh, it's hilarious, man. Um, okay, so it's just made the most three pointers of these four. I guess that doesn't in their matter. MB- I guess, or just like, whoever made yeah, it's in the, not like in their the NBA, NBA record, or it could be, I guess, but uh, who made it the it's most? It's not Harden. Uh, yeah, no, it wouldn't be Harden. If it's, like, it, I have a feeling it's somehow PJ, like, why is PJ Washington on this list if, if he didn't yeah, do it? But It is weird, eh? Like, I, I, I don't know, I feel like it's Dame. Dame seems like the obvious answer. D- yeah, Dame, yeah, because he was so good right away. Whatever, I'm, 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 I think they're doing something tricky. I'm going to guess PJ Washington. All right, let's cause... see it, man. Let's see if, see if it was PJ. And it was. Let's there go. There you go, man. You, you're getting some respect back. That's a good one. He made uh, seven a... threes? That's fucked. I, I don't, uh, I, I, I can't really believe that. Uh, 27 I, I guess... and four in his, what the hell? I guess it's the, man, the, a... the, do they, oh, they did win. Okay, by one point. Yeah, they would be the one point win over the Chicago Bulls in 2019. That's, uh, hey, PJ, that's that's impressive, man. Congratulations. Uh, now and now he's uh, now he's getting uh, taken for a ride by uh, whatever the hell that chick's name. Uh, the, what, 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 she, she, I don't know, Harlot. Uh, who was the <laughs> oldest, or no, how old was the oldest player ever drafted by an NBA team? 29, oh. 25, 27, or 23. This will be Drew Tim in uh, next year's draft. <laughs> yeah, no, he's staying in college, man. He's he's a Gonzaga. One legend. more year. Um, again, just got to guess. Oh, and this is the final question, 105 questions. No, there's one more. Question. There's 106. Yeah, do you see what I it is? And I Who take are the it, Splash yeah. Brothers? <laughs> and I take it off the board, and you can't you can't guess it, man. Uh, so uh, interesting. get ready. Yeah, yeah. I think I know it. I think I know the answer. Um, Steve Nash and Amari I'm Star. going with. 25. No, 27. 27. 27. I'm going fucking crazy. I'm going 29 because there's just been some weird shit be going right. on with these You're questions. You're going to be right in this. No, it was 27. Bernard James was selected 33rd overall by the Cleveland Cavaliers in the 2012 draft. He's the oldest player ever to be drafted. Who's 27 Bernard years. James? What the fuck, Bernard? What, I mean, Sally's got an old name. It makes sense. But <laughs> yeah. 27 years old and he was drafted. How did that even happen, man? Bernard James. Okay, well, con- congratulations, say, to Bernard James. Good job, Jordan. I say Jordan. just to be fair on out. the last. Well, on the last question, you know, if you get it right, ten bonus points or something like that. Or, you know, something at least. But five. I'm not allowed. Is what you're telling me? No, no, no. But I'm saying I got it right. So you know, wh- wh- wherever that leaves us, me with an extra ten. I think I probably just. But I can't, you. and I can't guess. That's what you're telling me. No, no, no. Interesting. Well, if, if you did get that ten bonus oh, points, no, you I would thought... beat me. But <laughs> I'm talking about Bernard James. Yeah, that, that was the last question, man. I'm oh, well, no. Sorry. This is how like, it played out. You, oh, you were yeah, wrong. It, I was right. You, you, you pulled ahead at the end there then, man. But uh, as far as my, my running tally went, uh, the final <laughs> score of uh, 70 Look. points for myself and 62 for Jordan uh, overall. Uh, maybe there was one or two uh, miscalculations there because it's hard to fucking do all this at the same time. But... Jordan, I did, I did best you once again, man. I'm sorry I had to, you had to do once this again, in a public setting. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> once again, uh, it was a good. We run. got one good, last man. question. Is it really 106? And there's nothing after that. That's all it is, man. That is it. There's nothing left. Ask I wish I could me the more question, to give you, Matt. Ask who, me the question. Who, who are the Splash Brothers? <laughs> Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Give me Michael all the Jordan, Give Scottie me all Pippen. the Pippen. Give me all. Steve Nash yeah, and Scottie Amari Stoudemire. P- 
Give me or the last one. James Harden and Eric Gordon. Now that's the real it's, splash brothers that, in my heart. It's, honestly, it's uh, that's my that's my final answer. Uh, Twenty eighteen Rockets, uh, Harden and Gordon, man. Somehow um, let's see wrong. if I'm right. Oh, what the fuck? This I, yeah, I'm telling I, you, I this, know, yeah. this quiz is rigged. But I don't like it. Everybody, we, we, I hope that you guys were keeping track at home. I mean, honestly, 105 questions, Jordan, and uh, we we barely actually. You know what? A 60. We were probably like like we were like a 60 percent. Like uh, it's kind of like our, our our grades throughout school. So I mean, that's all right. Yeah. Keeping it keeping it consistent. Yeah. Uh, but there were yeah. some tough questions in there. Uh, some there definitely were. some there odd some questions. Easy ones, hard mm-hmm, ones, mm-hmm. Uh, and ones right in the middle. It was good quiz, Matt. Good job. I was I was fully expecting it to be a lot easier, especially once uh, it was multiple choice. But uh, yeah, there yeah, were some, uh, some 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 ones in there that I had yeah absolutely no idea. But uh, <laughs> we hope you guys enjoyed the big dog ball talk trivia special. We've been talking about it for a long time. Hope you guys enjoyed it. It's a, a long one. I think we were to over two hours for this. Jesus. Uh, so hopefully this one is uh, something you guys can uh, enjoy and uh, maybe uh, you know taking uh, taking parcels, cut us up, uh, divide yeah. us, spread them out and. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, you'll you'll get your enjoyment out of this. But uh, this has been Big Dog Ball Talk, Matt Eichhorn and Jordan Flegel. And we will be back uh, in the near future. Uh, who knows what we'll be back with. Uh, be, follow, be sure to follow us we'll at Big Dog something. Ball Talk. And uh, we'll give yep. you guys a heads up before we upload. Uh, I'm going to be uh, putting a tweet out right after uh, we're finished uh, recording up here, uh, letting you guys know that uh, this episode is dropping. So hopefully you're following us to see that. And uh, for Big Dog Ball Talk, this is Matt Eichhorn and Jordan Flegel. And as my good friend Jordan always says, uh, some wisdom, Matt. Some wisdom. You've heard this, but other people haven't. From last weekend on our retreat. Uh, how, how does it go? Uh, how did it go? Uh, how did, I think I know the thing. <laughs> you can, uh, you, as you get older, you, you run out of things you can do, but you, you always have the ability to piss people off. Yeah, uh, that's a good I thing. You've taken that to heart, Matt. Um, mm-hmm. You pissed me off today, certainly, so uh, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're taking that advice Getting to old. heart. Hey man, I I, I thought I thought, I thought maybe the saying from our retreat we're gonna go with is uh, there's a lot woman Where's happy woman happy woman good. That was my favorite saying from the retreat, man. <laughs> <laughs>